welcome back to Podcorn in a Movie, a podcast where we break down different film genres, themes, categories, or what we feel like. Uh, this month, we're doing a little mini-series on rom-coms in honor of Valentine's Day. This week, we're doing the 1998 film, The Wedding Singer, starring Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. This was uh, recommended to to us by our guest, Um We'll get to him in just a second. I am your host, Stephen Dillard, with my co-hosts. Chase Lano. David Guido. And our special guest with us today who recommended the movie. Uh, your only guest ever is Zach Pullen. I'm back. Hello. It's the wedding singer. The wedding singer. And, and the, how dare you, Stephen? You, you didn't mention, what was his name? I keep forgetting it. <laughs> Matthew Glave of uh, Baby's Day Out fame. Who is who plays Gil in this movie? You mean, uh, you mean Glenn? Glenn, yeah, whatever. It's a shame on uh, you, Zach. Can't remember all, the yeah, characters. Like, you know what? Movie. He was in Baby's Day Out, which is a fantastic film. Yes, I, I, I like Baby's I like, Day Day I like Baby's Day Out. All right, yeah, yeah. I, I like that movie, Zach. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I was I was just watching this Touché. today, and I was like, where the fuck do I know this man from? I looked it up. I was like, it has to be Baby's Day Out. That's the only other movie I've seen with him in it. For some reason, before uh, watching this, I thought it was Peter Green in my head, the guy from The Mask, the villain from The Mask. Oh. Yeah. See, also for me, from, I was thinking it was, uh, it was, uh, what's his yeah. fucking name? The, uh, that jacket belongs to Mr. Gilmore guy. I thought it was him. And I was very surprised when he just wasn't the giant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just really thought he, he was thought the giant was Drew Barrymore's yeah. fiance. Yes, wow. Not that a giant can't be Drew Barrymore's fiance. Yeah. Come on, Dave. Sorry, Sally. <laughs> Sorry, Sally. Sorry, Sally. <laughs> Sorry, Sally. That uh, Zach last week we. I think I said something like, I don't think I'd want to be with a girl named Sally. That now that I look back on him, like I don't care what their name is, but uh. Then we all realized that maybe there's a Sally out there listening. So we said, sorry, Sally. Sorry, Sally. Nah, fuck Sally. All right. Well, well, okay. Calm down, Zach. I'm sorry. She Seriously. might be our best, our, yeah. our number one Started. fan. She well, might be the we'll, only person who listens to this other than early. Eric and us. Okay. Uh, yeah. We, we just, <laughs> she she might have Eric, come from our dark podcast days. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> let's, let's start around the table, shall we? Zach, um, give us your first experience watching this movie. So Your my first experience of this movie is, oh, it's like, it's, I consider this to be a part of a like weird collage of movies in my mind of like when I was pretty young, my dad, when I lived with him half of the week, he didn't have internet or cable. So I only had like eight DVDs and the wedding singer was a part of it. So like the wedding singer in many aspects is mixed with the films Ice Age 2 and Big Daddy in my mind. But that like, was, it's, those are two of the other of the eight. Yeah. Like, okay. but for some reason, whenever I think of The Wedding Singer, because I, I think it was the order I'd watch them in, it was I'd watch Ice Age 2 and then The Wedding Singer and then Big Daddy. Interesting. Like, but like, The Wedding Singer was always the one I, I've, I've always really liked it. And it was just one of my favorites of that little collection of movies I had. Because also in that collection was like Borat and Revenge of the Nerds and Super Troopers for a little eight-year-old boy to watch. But in The Wedding Singer, it's always stood out to me. It's always been like one of my favorite rom-coms, not only for that reason, just because I think it's like a really fun, cheesy romp that has a lot of like 
what I think 90s movies do so well, which is like whimsy in not like a Steven Spielberg way. Okay, I see that. Okay. Dave, you want to go next? Um, yeah, so to, today was my first time seeing this from start to finish. It's kind of been like, um, like, like a ton of Adam, early Adam Sandler movies. I just had seen it on TV, but this one, probably the least, like, I think the one that I can confidently say I've seen start to finish that I don't consider having seen would be Happy Gilmore. Um, and I looked at his nineties. This is the only movie now that I've seen start to finish of his entire 90s. So that's like wow. Billy Madison, uh, Big Daddy. What about uh, Airheads? Wait, Airheads? Airheads? You've, never, you've never seen any of those start to finish? No, not, you ever not, seen, not uh, on television. Have you ever seen a smaller know? role ones like a Boat Trip or like a Mixed Nuts? Mixed Nuts? That's not, that's not the 90s. Oh, um, shit. But no, I haven't seen any of those. Mixed Nuts, by the way, is a Nora Ephron director. Yeah, it is. Um, but I told you that movie's terrible. But um, he's in that movie. He's a small part. Um, but that, yeah. in, you know what I'm talking about, Boat Trip, right? Um, the, the yes. Yeah, that's okay. his first yeah, actual So you haven't seen either role. one of those? Okay. Or his first. Um, leading role. No, I haven't seen a single uh, thing. I'm just a uh, Larry Sanders show. That's he, fucking wild. That is wild. It, it, I, it was weird for me to actually look at and be like, wow, that, especially 90s Sandler, because I want to say the first one I ever saw start to finish was Mr. Deeds. And then from then on, I kind of saw like most of his movies in theaters. Uh, I obviously drift off at a certain point, but you know, I saw like Anger Management and Click. And uh, I feel like Cl- Click, I think, might be dates. Click might be the last one that was like, I feel like a big theater release for him. Yeah, well, I, I don't, the last one that I saw in theaters besides his serious work was uh, like, un- uh, I was going to say Uncut, Uncut Gems, Gems yeah. uh, was um, Just Go With It. Okay. Which I don't hate that movie. Hold on. I remember, I remember downloading that movie on an iPad going on a trip. That was the only thing I could remember from that movie where he fakes a whole marriage and everything. The movie, by the way, is called mm-hmm. Going Overboard, 1989. I'm sorry. I got to correct myself on that. It's I not knew it was trip. Trip. No, that, I think that's the one with um, Richard Lemon. Isn't? But, no, never mind. I'm thinking of uh, that island movie or resort movie that's made by oh. the Super Trooper guys. Oh, uh, oh it's um, better. I thought that was like better off dead or something or um, not better off dead. Sorry. Uh, what is the plot of better off dead again? Uh, yeah. I'll let you know in a second. But anyway, okay, go ahead. Well, Chase, while we're while we're going, what okay. was your first yeah. experience of this movie? I'm like Dave. I've never seen this movie until today. However, any, there any is of it? no. I did see the scene or the speech that Sam gives uh, our wedding singer at the bar at the end, where it's like, "I'm not happy." Where he's like, you know, no one really likes. Like I've I seen that scene because Steve I told you that about scene. that scene a bunch yeah, of times. Remember at camp, I brought that scene up. I feel like I've seen yeah, that scene that? multiple you times. You remember that, Zach? I think you might have quoted it when we did our green screen I did, thing. Actually, I did, well, no, remember? I, I remember one night by the by the dock outside of camp, um, by that beach front, where it was the four of us, you, me, Chase, and Renee. I said that that the uh, the bar scene part that Alan Co- Covert says. With the uh, honestly, I might act cool and everything, but really, 
I just, just want to be held. I just want to be held. Yeah. And for someone mm-hmm. to tell me that everything is going to be okay. <laughs> oh, right. You did. You, quote, uh, you quoted that very seriously it's, too. I it's a uh, like. club dread, by it the way. It was great. Dave. Club dread is the one I was thinking of. Yes. The, by the, by okay. the island. But anyway, so, so Chase, you've never seen it. Go ahead. Never seen it. Uh, I've seen that scene. I want to say multiple times and I'm guessing you quoting it. It is stuck in my head. Um, but everything else about this movie I've not seen. I remember, I think a few months ago, my brother Matthew told me to watch this movie. And I was like, oh, okay. I went online and I went on to HBO and I looked it up and I saw that Adam Sandler was in it. And I was like, nope. And I, I, I exit out of it. I don't know why. You're not a Sandler fan? I am. It's just when I was thinking of romantic comedy, I wasn't thinking of Sandler. Weirdly enough, even though like he made a great movie called Spanglish and Fifty First Dates, States, but that's it. Those Mr. are the only Deeds. two that. I, okay, you're you're Punch you're pointing. Love is guys, I get it. You're kicking me down like, while I'm down. I get it. I'm not good yeah, at remembering this movies. movie. I feel like he does nothing but rom. <laughs> I was I was gonna say. Yeah. I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up after we go. Okay, through I guess all four I guess instead of instead speak, of saying and instead of saying I don't think Shame. of him as. Rom-coms, I don't like. A, okay, I like. A, ugh, I'm just digging myself. Don't don't grave. worry. I don't blame you if you say it's you don't one of those like things where rom-com. I just. Oh, yeah. I don't like a majority of his rom-coms, and I was not expecting this movie, which was a '90s movie, to be better. I don't know, but that's how I thought it for the w- longest time. Watching it today, it's a great movie. That's well, I mean, tell tell him what you told me. We watched yeah, it separately. I think, yes, we did. We did. Different two hours ago. Yeah, come on. I, I want, I, I want, it's I it's think, a good topic. I discussion. think, if anything, it's weird going from the last two movies we watched to this movie. You can definitely see a huge divide. And I think, if anything, this shows a good example of the 90s cheesy rom-coms that we start falling into. I don't think this is the first movie to do it, but it's a definitely jarring jump from last week's movie. Mm. That is what I said today. Well, and yeah, I don't dislike this movie or anything, but I no. do feel like it's kind of what I was saying last week of like, you know, like what Harry Met Sally started, like that ending of the movie was at a New Year's party with a small speech. Fast forward this movie, not yeah. even 10 years. The ending, that last speech is on a flight to Vegas Sit like with a guitar, you know, with Billy Idol, and like you know, like it's a great the, the heightening of where that wedding. scene has gone is is um. You is can crazy, definitely see. I, I like yeah. it. You know, you can definitely see small little things from, you know, Annie Hall and Harry Met Sally. Harry like Met Sally. There's the whole like they meet an event. They do a, not. They do a double date, right? The double mm-hmm, date goes do. horrible, and it's like okay, yeah. I saw that from. From the other movies we've seen, like Harry Met Sally, there was that double date scene. Like, there's a lot of comparisons of, like, certain themes that I feel like they had to hit to make it work as, like, a romantic comedy in a way. Maybe not. It Maybe it just shows that's, like, the best way to show a relationship is those kind of settings. And they, they go into these settings a lot in this movie, which I, I don't hate this movie. I don't want people to think this. You can also. I don't hate it. I, this, I, like, this I don't movie. hate put this it, movie. Put it on the on the. Uh, it's just very. In a movie yeah, yeah, you said bland. I think this movie was bland. Yeah. bland That's all I said. A, a good, I said it to hmm. Steve and I said it to Zach. I thought this movie was a little bit bland. I don't 100% disagree, but I enjoyed it. I, I would say it's I wouldn't call it bland. I'd call yeah, it dated. Uh, 
Like it's, it's cause it definitely has style and it has a lot of like, like it has a lot of like the Sandler isms of like, there's one Shaba um, in the movie. At the I, very I, beginning. So I have this like, whole like theory on this act, but uh, Steve didn't go about his first experience. Did you? No, I did. Thank you, Dave. Um, so um, my first experience was yeah, growing up. I was already a Sandler fan. So three of my big comedians when I was a kid of like uh, of like me, at least like before there was like before I knew about IMDb and checking off actors was like Ben Stiller, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler. I always tried to check them off, like watch all their movies. I watched all their popular ones at first. I was a big Adam Sandler fan because of like. Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, Billy Madison. I liked his slapstick humor. And I think I was like 18 or 19. And I can remember where I was living at the time. And I started to like go through some Ben Stiller movies that I hadn't seen that were like a little bit more serious. And then I was like, I jumped to Adam Sandler and I did Rain Over Me and Spanglish. And I enjoyed both of them. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I really need to, 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 you know, search for some more Sandlers I haven't seen. And I, I knew about IMDb at this time and I came across the wedding singer. And so I rented it from blockbuster. And this is when I was, this is the first place I lived right out of my parents' house. So I was like using my blockbuster membership to like, I was constantly, Oh, constantly. Yeah. constantly. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was burning through, uh, you know, Sandlers and Stillers and carries and I was at Sandler. And so I went and I got wedding singer and uh, I watched it and I really enjoyed this movie the first time I watched it. And I've seen it like 20 times probably since. And, uh, cause I feel like it's a hidden gem of Sandler's. Like if you're a, if you're a layman Sandler fan, like you, you like Sandler a, a little bit more for like his slapstick. This movie is, he's a very likable person in this movie. His character, like Robbie Hart, I think is a very likable protagonist. I think he's our most likable, honestly, out of the la- out of the three characters we've had so far. I know it's kind of a bold statement, but like, He's he's a likable guy. He doesn't really have too many flaws. <laughs> Not a huge turtle. But, no, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but and uh, I mean, he's on, it's, it's like a subdued Sandler. Yeah, of like it's a different Sandler, and I like this movie. It's I think it's very it's there's something innocent about it. Um, there's Possibly something charming. The most subdued of the '90s. Family. Yeah, and something mm-hmm. charming about it, and it, and it's I like the 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 feel the '80s feel. It takes place in 1985. And uh, growing up, obviously, with two older brothers that were born in the 80s, me being born in 90 at the turn of the of the decade, um, grew up on a lot of 80s culture. And so when I eventually told my brothers I saw this movie after I saw it, they're like, oh, yeah, it's great. You know, like uh, totally feels like an 80s, uh, like Cusack or Hughes movie, you know, like the three big Johns of the 80s for me were like John Hughes, uh, Johnny Depp or um, John Cusack. Those was like big, big. Uh, big Johns of the eighties, but, um, this movie does feel very retro. Um, and I like that. And yeah, it stands out to me. Like, I think it's a hidden gem. Like, I think if you haven't seen it, uh, you should, I would always recommend it to someone who hasn't seen it. Like I'd be like, you should definitely watch Definitely a recommendation. It's definitely Especially a recommendation. If you're a Sandler friend. Cause yeah, ultimately Sandler, I, I, and just getting a different taste of a different kind of rom-com. It's different. It's, like, different. I, it's different. I like it. But, I'd argue. I think <laughs> it's it was different then. Yeah. No. 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 no yeah. Yeah. I think I, this I, movie I, laid the groundwork for every single Sandler Netflix rom com. Basically, I just, what, like they're I all try a to bit view more like the, heightened of like the wildness and like the wabalau. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like without <laughs> the so, without the wedding singer, we don't get the seventy five Netflix Sandler rom com movies that we've gotten in the last 10 fucking years. I just, I, so, I, I try to view it of through that scope though, Zach, when I'm watching it is like for its time, 
I, oh, I, yeah, I no, feel and I agree. So that's, that's why, why I, the movie I think for its time, it, it's it's a little bit, and I've been watching a lot of rom-coms this month um, a little bit more than I usually would just because of the podcast. And I do feel like it's a little unorthodox. Like it has a lot of the same beats and a lot of the same cliches as a lot of rom-coms do, but it, it, it feels a little different. I don't know to me. It has a different punch. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it feels just the relationship is more like it's already kind of there. I don't know. That's what I always, that's not how I feel about the movie, but it's like, their relationship from the first time they meet, you can already feel this, like not the sexual tension, but like you can just already There's the actual know chemistry. There. Yeah. I feel like yeah, the chemistry is pretty. And I feel like it, the other two that we watched this month, you had to take that journey. You had to build up that chemistry where this movie, it kind of mm-hmm. just, it's right there. Yeah. I agree. And now you just There's watch it struggle s- come together. There I, is a struggle. Matt Valley, they have instant chemistry, but and I'd say also, I feel like this movie is a lot more, it's like more of an innocent chemistry rather than a, like in a lot of rom-coms, it, it usually starts with like a sexual attraction of like, ooh, hottie. I like that. And like in this, it's very much, it's the complete opposite because Adam Sandler like discourages his fucking uh, sad, weird red coat wearing buddy from being like, why are you fucking hitting on that girl? Like, what's the fucking point? Like, stop. Like this, she's like she's probably engaged. Let's just not think about that. And he, like, proceeds that. I feel like a lot of the dates in this movie, in particular, are framed in such an innocent way, and they're then they don't change from being innocent. Unlike a lot of rom coms where they I, like, yeah, each date kind of gets a little bit less innocent, and they like go a little bit farther each time. And I feel like until the jacket. There's like no break in that innocence outside of like the playful we're brother and sister. Your ass is brass. Which the, I thought was a stupid line that I didn't like very I much. I actually as, laughed at that line. As scummy I've, as, I've, as I've heard people say that line my entire life, and I don't know if it's from this movie or not. Or is it just like a saying? As scummy no, as saying, go, your ass is grass. As scummy as Sammy, who is the character you're talking about, his best friend Sammy, played by Alan Covert, mm-hmm. is. I like his character in this movie. Oh, yeah. too. This might be the only Alan Covert that I really yeah, genuinely like. like. I, mean, yeah. I, like I, I mean, I haven't seen Grandma's Boy since I was like a high schooler, but right. I feel like. But this I is one of his better, like. His better appearances, because usually you know he's he's a he's a background character that does something ridiculous, or he doesn't get much screen time, or he's kind of a gag character. Yeah. But in this movie, uh, I don't know. I I I enjoy him every time he's on the screen with Adam Sandler. It, oh it, yeah. I I don't know. He's necessary too because he's kind of the polar opposite of uh, of Robbie. He's the Robbie that. You know, would you would you agree? That mm-hmm. hush falls over the crowd right there. No, I I um, agree. Also, I think almost uh, like he like what the fuck's his name? Sammy, right? Sammy, yeah, Sammy. Sammy, yeah. I feel like Sammy almost is more similar to like the average rom com protagonist. Obviously, he's a bit more extreme and he's just kind of like a sleaze bag. But I feel like a lot of it. I I'm not talking strictly about like Harry Met Sally. But I feel like a lot of rom-coms do kind of follow that, like, kind of, like, sleazy guy who, like, just gotta get slowly learns to fall in love. Yeah. While in this one, we're following I thought a guy about- who's already in love and has to learn how to, like, fall in love differently. I thought about that with Adam Sandler in general, because that's, like, a good point. Like, his friend is almost, like, the typical, like, I feel like so much comedies and 
and rom-com, not necessarily always rom comedies, like sex comedies more of, but it's just like, or about like wanting to get laid. And Adam Sandler just doesn't ever give off that energy in his movies. Like, uh, and I think that's Billy kinda, Madison. Billy Madison, okay, he does yeah. definitely wants yes, to get laid. Yes, he's his teacher, right? Yeah. yeah. It, and I, I guess Happy I, Gilmore, Gilmore yeah, is like the fantasies about uh, what's your face. A water, water boy is water boy a little yeah, bit, but but, uh, Dave, but it's more of like he's not like outwardly horny, is he? Yeah, yeah you're, no, you're right. No. right. But Dave, so you know, leaves like, that like, to his weird side people, like Rob um, Schneider in Fifty First Dates. And I, I feel like that's, that's purposely my boy written that, like like mm-hmm. all of Ad- Adam Sandler's comedies are always like he's actually the greatest dude ever he's also amazing at fighting he can sing <laughs> yeah he's always, also, always kicking the ass the thing I realized <laughs> in this movie that just clicked with me is he always knows every single person's names for some reason yeah. you know, he's like oh Uncle Billy do it good like in like every movie he just knows everyone's names because everyone loves me he's, yeah, he's a man of the people uh, yeah. my other theory that I wanted to bring up was that you know how I'm always like, like yeah. that's my Adam Sandler I don't think most of his, and again, I like haven't seen thoroughly all of his 90s, but I feel like his 90s slash early thousands aren't that. It's his main shtick is always like, he's kind of a calm character that occasionally is like, I'm going to scream, you know, like you're going to die clown. And and then (laughs) he goes through some anger management, if you will, and comes out of that movie like the the next decade of Adam Sandler is like I show what I do. I show what I do. But yeah, so that was my grand <laughs> um, Sandler theory. And you see the beginning of it, the the first Shavao. Well, ch- well, well I, what does he say when he says what? that? He's like nobody cares or whatever. Like, yeah. Uh, um, what Dave, were you gonna say? No, well, Dave first, but Dave. So I didn't get a I didn't get a, a clear. Um, a clear answer on it, but how did you feel seeing this for the first time all the way through? Um, you know, I I'll really just say your like ratings it. and stuff later, but you know, just how did I, you feel? About I, it? I feel like it is one of those movies that I realized like there almost wasn't a scene that I don't think I had seen towards the end of the movie. I was like, Oh, I don't think I've ever seen how they get together. I don't remember that. And then when they were on the plane, I was like, I've definitely seen this, but um, I just liked it. Yeah. Like, I think I have my issues with Sandler sometimes, but ultimately I really like Adam Sandler. Like, you know, like I don't always like his movies more of his like, like the broad humor, like poopy farts. Like I don't, you know, I don't, that's kind of degrading like what he does, but like, I think a lot of his nineties movies, early thousands movies and, and Netflix movies are just so dumb humor that I don't get with, but there's so many Adam Sandler movies that I do like most of his good one, like his, or uh, his like serious roles, but, uh, like this movie, I, he's done enough good that like, it, yes. And I can tell, good. I can tell by the directors he works with that, like directors like him, you know, like Paul Thomas Anderson likes him. The Safdie brothers likes him. James L. Brooks liked him, you know, like I just feel like I like that prestigious Noah Baumbach likes him. Like, um, I like when prestigious directors work with actors and, you know, especially comedy actors yes, and pull something out of him. That's kind of not been seen before. Um, but, um, but this movie, I think you guys are right. It's like the perfect balance. He's not going too wild. And, uh, 
I think that's the Sandler I I can kind of gravitate towards more. And I, and I thought it was cute. Like I, you know, I genuinely enjoy their chemistry. Um, like I think it works right off the bat. I have, it's weird because I, I sort of have my issues with Drew Barrymore's character, even though, um, a thread from last week, uh, one of the script doctors they brought on for this was Carrie Fisher specifically to give a more female perspective for Drew Barrymore's character, because, um, the guy that wrote this uh, wrote like all of Adam Sandler's movies up until this point. Tim Her- Hurley um, f- felt like there wasn't enough girls, like female perspectives in Adam Sandler movies up until this point. But I honestly just like, I think like my number one issue with Drew Barrymore's character is I can't understand why she would be with someone with Glenn. And I feel like she never really gives a good answer to that other than like, I don't think she knows either because it's like, it's like when Christine Taylor in that scene, she's like, she's like, yeah, Robbie asked me why you were with her. Well, what'd you tell him? Because you love him. Because you because you wanted security, yeah. and, he, and she's like, "Well, that's not why." And she's like, "Well, why are you marrying him then?" And, she, and then she doesn't answer. But I think Dave, that's intentional. I think that I agree that with what you. This doesn't seem like a realistic thing, or maybe it is. Maybe plenty think, people are out there not knowing why they're getting married. But I just, think if no, anything, I think that's a big. I, it, I mean, it makes her character seem stupid. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I think that was also a bigger. This? That was a bigger trend. I feel like in like the seventies, eighties, like stuff. I, for some reason. That like this is a bit of a period piece about like, its 80s. I always think of like parent trap. Yeah, like she doesn't relate to this movie at all. But for some reason, I was thinking about my big fat Greek wedding a lot watching this movie, which is another really good rom com. I feel like if that can be considered a rom com, and like, where was I going with this? I don't. Dave, you stood up and it scared me. <laughs> and I thought something happened, like a hurricane was coming. So uh, I forget. Uh, My big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, another I good got that movie. Vibe there we go. Zach. It's, there we go. Um, I, I think this it. movie is very lighthearted. It's very lighthearted. Mm-hmm. It's, yes. it's nice. It's like uh, Dave said it, and I can't think of a better word. But it's it is cute. But it's it just uh, it means well, and it doesn't it does no harm to me. Like I watch it, and I'm just like, that's a that's a nice flick. That's a nice yes. flick. I it's like also it. very, very fast. Like I feel well, like no, no, no. Uh, no hold on, no hold on, hold on, hold on. I wanted to bring that up. I don't feel like that's the case until the airport, and then the airport, like all the planes, only like just six like, minutes left at that. Yeah, point. yeah. And it's just like it's like boom, and then like mm-hmm. they're in first class, and then he's like, oh, I've never been here before. Let me soak my head with a towel and drink some champagne. Really idle. She's like, they're they're sitting in the. I want to be by the window so my elbows don't get hit. He goes, and then, nah. We're back to Adam Sandler, and I'm like, that part is just too, too quick. Like it was like I, to the point I, where there, I feel like there's a scene missing where Drew Barrymore is like, I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Because like, yeah, when, yeah. when did he it's, lean over and say, do you want to well, be able to see coming back? No, she is coming back from the bathroom. You see that? Yeah. Okay. All but right, no, all right. I, I, I agree that. with you, Dave, though. It does feel like there's a scene missing. And, and Zach, I would argue the rest of the movie doesn't feel like that. I, I think this movie is well paced until that point. I'm not saying like, it's I don't not well paced. Oh, I, I think, think that, but I think it's, but it is paced very quickly. Like every scene, I feel like there's very, very little you could cut out of it. And it's still a full scene. Almost every scene is like very straightforward dialogue. One joke. Okay. I feel like that's the funny stuff in well-paced. the background. 
Yeah, I think it's a really well paced movie. Move quick, but it's, it's, a, I, I guess it's a slick flick. I guess there, is more there, of what I'm there, trying there, to say. There, there is a pace shift, though. I, I think we can all can agree on that. Yeah, when yeah. it gets to the airport, the is, there's a is, pace uh, shift, and it's weird because not much happens in the entire movie. Yeah. Agreed. It's more of a hangout movie. And I feel you're like hanging there's out three or four settings. You're hanging out with like two parties, kind of. You're hanging out with like yeah. Robbie and his gang, and then you're hanging, which I. I I, I got to be honest. There's, there, I don't think there's a character in this movie that I hate. Like I'm like, as far as like, there's characters I don't like on a on a character level. But as far as like the acting goes, like I love uh, his brother-in-law. Who just I like random? I love shit the kids. Off the I, I love the kids. Cuckoo's nest. Cuckoo's nest. You're gonna go it's, to the asylum. It's weird seeing Frank Severo to me because I've only ever seen him in mobster movies. Yes, like, yes. I knew you were gonna then, say that. And um, then I know him specifically from the funny story, which is 100% true. They must have based it off of him. But there's a character who's like one of Fat Tony from The Simpsons, like right-hand man that looks exactly like Frank Severo. And Frank Severo has sued The Simpsons because of uh, likeness. Wow. And he never, he never got anybody, but I just always thought that was a funny story. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. that guy looks like me, and he's a mobster. Like, I don't but know. even uh, even right down to like... Uh, the the mini character like George, love George, like uh, the background <laughs> really, singer. Yeah, that stuff didn't really age well. No, I was gonna. It didn't age yeah. well. It, it did the not George age well. Reactions like I feel like those guys couldn't possibly be surviving today without their heads exploding by turning on television because <laughs> they were so shocked a man could sing a woman's song. But it's like that is the eighties. So we're yeah. trying to, you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> yeah, I but, but I like it's still I, in the eighties. It wasn't that like it wasn't you know, that. Yeah, people either. weren't like I'm a, not making a, I'm not like making an excuse for that. Yeah, I'm not making an excuse for the crying. Game. But uh, I do. I do. Yeah, I I like um, George's singing. Who is, His singing makes me laugh every time. When he only knows no, yeah, one no, song. Uh, I, that, that's I enjoyed the scene. I I to be honest with you, I always kind of like. I think it's interesting to watch those scenes as like a culture progresses because it's really interesting to see like what what aspect of that was funny to culture in the 90s like was it because it was new was because it was like starting to be not new and but old people still thought it was new like what is it that made that a funny scene to write and i think it's 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 cool like it's interesting i think it's lazy though oh it is wouldn't it be funny if these guys were disgusted by Oh uh, yeah, no, I'm not so, saying it's dude, right. Dude, either, I want to clarify like, the part that I thought was funny is that every time he only knew <laughs> like George song, as a character. Though. Like, like yeah, that's I what like I was. George, that I was like, I'm trying to defend. Like, my bit was like, I thought it was funny that he only knew one song. Like, yes. I, but I no, felt like I we really we, like we jumped onto hilarious. something that like I wasn't meaning to bring up. Like, yes. Um, in case like, Steve, no, you can go down. No, no, no. Okay, Steve, we get. I'm just trying to defend my point. That is a very funny bit. I I didn't mean to trample. That was just one thing I kept thinking. Yeah, I agree. Dave, I agree. I agree. Um, it's a little, it's, it's a little off. And base. he, he or, or she is no longer with us, but that is David Arquette's sister, Alexis Arquette. Uh, oh, I did not know that. George. Uh, but I like, he was like not John. transitioned at the time of this movie. What the fuck? Oh I my like, God. There is a hurricane coming. <laughs> well, no dude, there's like a hurricane outside my house right now. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's it, so was, it was. It's so it was over loud. Here. We're getting hurricane force winds tonight. We're getting um, we're getting frost right now. It was like sixty degrees for me today. Frost. No, it's oh, it was bad. Like sixty-two. It's bad. I did yeah. air quotes around frost because Chase is lying. No, I, I'm not. My Steve and Ice car are completely covered in ice. Oh. 
Okay, okay. Zach. So, calm yeah. the fuck down. But either like <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the side characters are enjoyable. Like Job Lovis's character as well is like kind of a a, a rival or an, a, an opponent of a different wedding Which venue. I wish yeah. he was like in it that. more. It was only in like I one or two scenes, maybe. But, but he's he's that's what I'm saying. It's like the side characters are so the old man. What do we get? What do we have? Three scenes with him? Love that old man. Love so that funny. old man. Sam, Sammy, his friend. This Dave just talking, just affiliating, talking about the characters. But I was Side like the old characters. man. The old man. You know, you get uh, you get John but Lovitz. You I get swore the, the old man. You get the blue from old school, but I don't think he is. You get the sweet I old know. lady. I recognize the sweet old lady and the old man. Yeah, I know I've seen in, them as characters. Yeah, I know I've they're seen them. They're character actors. Well, they're, they're um, also character actors in other movies. Oh, like, yeah. I know I've seen them both before. Like, she's in Patch Adams with, like, Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman yeah. and, and uh, Robin Williams. Dave, don't say yeah. You haven't seen that movie. No, I'm looking at her IMDb. <laughs> I'm surprised that you, you think you could do her top four, Steve? <laughs> Ellen no. Albertini. No, 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 every no, top no, four no, right no, now. Every old no, dead no, actor. Got two actor. wedding singer. Wedding singer. Yeah, uh, Happy Gilmore. No, no, no. Uh, um, Patch Adams. Um, <laughs> he named two of the four. But. All right. Uh, do I know them? Have I seen them? You've seen one of them for um, sure. Uh, the other one is probably you haven't seen, but it's based on a famous Hollywood club. Blood uh, Ready to Rumble? City was she club. in Ready to Rumble? No. She was in Ready to Rumble, though. Oh, like, I'm, not, I'm just saying no to the top four. Okay. I don't know her actual <laughs> I don't know. Part. What's your top four, Dave? I'm never going to guess. What is it? Uh, it's Wedding Crashers and Studio 54. Oh, oh Wedding yeah, Crashers. Wedding Crashers. I knew that yeah. one. She's been in a lot. But anyway, like... um. But you anyway, like the side, the side characters yeah. are great. I don't know. I like them all. Like I agree. Even Steve Buscemi's like mm-hmm. small part in the beginning. I love it. So I can't, <laughs> Dude, that got Steve Buscemi cracks me up. This whole movie, I think. <laughs> I love Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah, the I best like man of the better such man. That's a running thing <laughs> in Sandler movies, though, is like the is the fact that the side characters are always so memorable. And it's okay. I think it's because he like always he uses the same like 12 dudes. Is this... Uh, um? Happy Madison. Like, are, is is like Alan Covert in like Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. He is. Yes. Um, what about uh I'd never remember Dante. I don't know. Like what is that? Yeah, he's name? in Big Remember Big Dante Daddy is like it's Alan Covert yeah. and Dante are gay. They're gay friends. Yeah. About I was wondering if before this, because I feel like this is his most they're both, fully formed crew, maybe outside of like Kevin James, but it's They're just both like in Waterboy. Well, yeah, I was thinking Waterboy Water in this Boy. one. Thankfully, oh, that's a that's true. Yeah, um, yeah. so like Kev, you know, Kevin Nealon pops up in a lot of his movies. Yeah, too. They, they have a pretty tight knit group. It's like David, David Spade. No, David um, Spade. It's like old yeah, Rob Spade, Snyder more like so. Rob Snyder more David so Spade, than David Spade. Um, I even and Kevin James are kind of like people that are just like known to collaborate with him, but they're not like this crew mm-hmm. in particular, you know, like the people and that I, have just yeah. been always in his movies. And I guess this is before Nick Swanson really is little Nicky, the first Schneider. I uh, know Schneider was mm-hmm. in like Big Schneider Daddy. was in Big Daddy, which he, is he actually has a really he is like a really good part in Big Daddy. Yeah, he's the, he's uh, the, like the, the delivery, the delivery man. Hip like, Hop Anonymous. Yeah. You gave him all the easy ones. Yeah, I love him in that. But no, um, and like they've been in the animal together. There was a, they've, I don't know when the first one is, but they've been together forever. Steve Buscemi and Adam Sandler were in Airheads together, and that was like 
what they have 93 yeah, i always i always 94? think it's funny steve buscemi's almost like someone like john c Riley that i grew up being like those are the guys that are only in funny comedies with will ferrell and adam sandler and then like the older i've gotten i was like no they had like prolific 90s filled yeah. with serious good movies like uh, but steve buscemi's part of this movie just as the drug best band is uh it's great like it, it's mm. it, he's uh he steals the scene but I just love Dante on the side, like he's drunk as shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's drunk as shit. <laughs> he's drunk as shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought that was great. I I love the uh, the automatic save. First off, like chops to Adam Sandler because for anyone that don't know doesn't know this, he does have an album where it's called Shh, Don't Tell, where it's a bunch of like comedy songs, but like he writes them, like the lyrics for them, and then mm-hmm. plays guitar to them. And Adam Sandler can. I would describe him as a good karaoke singer. Well, like, yeah, he can he's not sing. Like, yeah, he's not like he's not like a professional. I don't think he's singing the entire movie though. I think some of the stuff is lip sync. I think some of, some positive. of it is, but I think I think I don't think, I think a lot of voice. I think yeah. a lot of it is like yeah, you can hear his. I think a lot of it's like auto tuned, you know, and it's yeah. it's like they the fix it up in the audio. A, a but like the the uh, um, the song that he does uh, where he's like, I've been listening. To a lot of the cure lately. He's like, somebody yes. kill me. That was like, definitely him. That was definitely yeah, Adam yeah. Sandler. And it's and um, it sounded like nineties punk kind of yeah. towards the end. But like, I don't I think like that like any like Adam Sandler in real life does not have a bad voice. So I don't I don't doubt that he attributed a I lot of to the Hanukkah his song voice every year. to this movie. It's one of and, my dad's uh, favorite songs. I love that song. I think it's great. Not like in life, like he puts it on every day at the way to work. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, you know, uh, he thinks it's hilarious. OJ Simpson, not, which, a, not Jew. a Jew, which is great that, it, that <laughs> yes. they were able to do a, 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 a. He was able to do a bar mitzvah. I thought, you mm-hmm. know, that was a cool way. You know, a little to, to slide that slide his heritage in there. I feel like he has a lot of like. Uh, like Jewish related adjacent things in his movies. I mean, Eight Crazy Nights is a Hanukkah movie. Yeah. Well, I know, but I'm well, saying that like not every not one about that movie, but it is a Hanukkah movie. Well, um, well, yeah, it's a it's about the yeah, it's about. But I'm saying like not every Adam Sandler movie has that. So I'm just saying to, yeah, for him yeah. to be able to do that at a bar mitzvah, I think that was cool that that they they integrated that you know to two eighty nine into that into the movie. <laughs> I think that was cool. But that was cool. I, I think that right away off the bat, what I was going to say is, is that Robbie is a likable character because he, he recovers. You see him recover the bad wedding speech by the best man. He recovers it with a good speech, and everyone's like, "Oh, yes, good speech, good speech." Like, kind of knocks the knocks the singing park like part out of the park already. Then he mm-hmm. helps the drunk kid. Then he goes outside with the with Drew Barrymore, who's obviously distraught about Glenn never setting a date and not knowing what to do for her. And it's so right off the bat, I think that Robbie as our protagonist in this movie is very likable. Like off the bat, it's like, it's good deed after good deed. You're just like, this is a genuinely good person, which is why I said earlier, I feel like it, it didn't take me long to be like out of and just, this is the only time I compare them, but comparatively speaking to the movies we've already watched, he's the most likable um, male Character. I, I think, think the and scene. It's, it's, I don't know. The when scene is Sandler not likable. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know, Dave. Like, I don't. I don't necessarily like him. His like. I don't necessarily like him in like Little Nicky, but let. Um, that's that's, that's a conversation a, yeah. for another like day. In Little Nicky and Popeye's chicken but, yeah, is freaking you're, awesome. You're right, Dave. But I mean, like you know, Popeye's as far as that's chicken. why I said comparatively speaking, because 
as the trend was going so far this month, we start off with two characters that are arguably hard to like. They have a lot yeah. of flaws. I don't necessarily whereas, agree with you guys about his Harry as much as you said last week, but okay. you know, right. that's your right. opinion. No, yeah. That's yeah, like okay. your opinion, man. No, I, I mean, <laughs> I think you had a compelling argument for why you didn't. Um, but just for me um, personally, Robbie Hart is, is a very likable character. I think he's like more likable than Billy Crystal. Um, I think I think the scene that won it over for me is after his wedding goes complete shit and he goes into that other wedding that goes complete shit. Well, the he second still, one, the second one is, goes his, to the bar, is kind of his fault. Yes, but he goes one. to the bar mitzvah and he helps that kid. Yeah, he doesn't care yeah. about himself anymore. And then he goes, do you know what? I'm going to help this kid have at least a good day. I was going to ask And that's you. the whole like, okay, that's there it is. Weird. I was going to ask you, Chase. That eats the cake from Matilda. I oh, I tried to find that, and I was like, I don't know what this kid's IMDb don't, picture looks Chase, like, so I don't want to bother. Chase and Zach, because Zach kind of brought it up, but Chase, how'd that seat make you feel? Not with everybody grabbing on him to touching you know, her butt. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, oh, the whole Sandler scene putting the girls hands. Yeah, on that his one. Butt. That, that one. Like, well, what's weird to me is that him yeah. touching her butt. What's weird to it's me? Like, he's a kid. I think it's all a little bit weird. What's Bad weird behavior to me? Early, don't let him do that yeah. in the future. But you know, what's weird like, to me is that I know Sandler got off the stage to do it for like ten seconds, and then went right back to sing. So there was no real reason. For him to go onto the dance floor, unless it but, so it, it just felt weird. But yeah, that my scene thing didn't, about it didn't that I think well. is weird is that Chase, they that address that that's a creepy thing in the movie because at the first wedding <laughs> no, the guy grabs Drew Barrymore's ass. Yeah, so it's like, maybe he's like, trying to like, make the kid feel less uncomfortable. Like, oh, you're grabbing her ass, having it, it happen again kid from Matilda. Oh, it Hell is. Yeah. It Good is. job. But I mean, I don't know. Again, is it like is it a product of like is this the the times where guys just thought yeah. they could boop, 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 like pinch a girl. Think, why? I don't know why, I mean, they guys. They talk about the Fonz a lot. They talk about those 50s sitcoms of like, hey, women. You want to be the Fonz, like don't you? That is the influence of that almost. Yeah. Like, that's what leads to that. Like, decades and decades of learned shit. behavior. Yeah. From, just from watch Mad Men. But I mean, I don't know. It's a, uh, that's what I think you're early on when you're introduced to Sammy, you're like, you're like, okay, this this guy's kind of a piece of shit because he's like, uh, he's like, she knows what she wants. She doesn't even know it yet, and I'm gonna give it to her. And the whole Jeez. time, Adam Sandler's just like, uh, like, oh, okay. And he's like, he's like, you like being the reason why? What does he say? You like being the reason why uh, women don't like one night stands or something? What no, is no, it? it's a. He's like, uh, they don't know when they start that they shouldn't date anyone from work. Work. That's, that's what it is. is. Yeah. And he's like, like, he's like, you like being, why they know it. He's like, you like being the reason why they <laughs> why they figure that out, don't you? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, uh, he's like, you're trying to be like the Fonzie, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It's got, this movie's got a lot of uh, snappy like uh, quips and one liners that I appreciate. I don't know because they. Uh, they reference the time, 80s, um, but also, I don't know, I'm a Allen fan of joke. Yeah, oh, I, I, yeah. I loved that joke. That, that got me pretty hard, actually. I'm a I think fan it's just because I watched Mia vs. Pharaoh earlier this year that I was like, ah, oh, yeah. that's pretty fresh and, in my mind. there's a, a, a Donald and Ivana yeah. line. I'm a fan of the tempo of it, like the tempo mm-hmm. of this comedy. I just feel like it flows well. Like, it at least tries it's to deliver. Snappy. Yeah, it at least tries to deliver a laugh. Yes, very often, more often than not. At or least in at least every scene, chuckle. there should be a little. Yeah, trouble. which um, I laughed significantly more than I expected to I watching know. this movie. Dave, how do you feel on that matter? I I did not. <laughs> um, 
I, well, surprisingly, the, the biggest laughs I got, and I wish I didn't read them ahead of time, but were the two lines that you said I thought were just delivered <laughs> so funny. Uh, like the material girl one. And yeah, then, I love uh, it. I used to be a lot stronger. But, you know, it's, it was... It's just I didn't, I didn't know who said either of those lines yeah. when you texted that, so it kind of had that fun aspect of it. Um but also the, the visual beams. gag of I used to be a lot stronger. <laughs> the punch really is funny because it like doesn't do anything. His hand just like stops when he and Adam Sandler's just like, what, what what are you doing? What are you doing? Um and there was I definitely other lines I found stronger. funny, but I, I didn't I didn't feel like, you know, this movie I also like the after overall gets, knee slapper. After he gets knocked out he goes but, after he like, gets knocked out, he goes he said, this is what you, why don't you write a song about this? Uh, you can call it, I got punched in the nose by sticking my face in somebody else's business. And the old man goes, sounds like a country song. Country song. <laughs> <laughs> that is the one joke that like, and I feel like. Sounds like they, a country song. They, they do a really good job of making Glenn unlikable, even to the point of oh, yeah, yeah. his joke is so fucking stupid compared to all the jokes Adam Sandler says in the movie. I agree. And well, like they, all the people around Glenn laugh hysterically when he says that. And I, I was just like, I, I hate this. Man. I like how they describe him on the plane. Cause like the woman, the stewardess comes in from the other plane. She's like, this creep just asked me if I wanted to join the mile high club. And all she goes, all she says is he was like some Don Johnson type who and, said, that, and then that she's that like, I was I a, I, I was yeah, a one class. Uh, yeah, top sirloin. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. all they needed was that to describe who Glenn is. And that's pretty much, what Glenn what was. Glenn is in the movie. Mm -hmm. He's just like mm -hmm. because that one is, scene at the nightclub links back to my issues. There seems to be nothing likable about that character. I don't so understand yeah, it either. My respect for Drew Barrymore as a character goes well, down I think, so much. I think what I was trying you know, to say earlier about that is I think that maybe the whole idea of marriage was pushed so much by her mother that she knew that she had to find a guy who fit her mother's like ideal, like like. Glenn has money. He he has what he wants he as a job. But she when they were together, which so is what, it's like he which is, he says well, Dave, that does wide. that not prove your own point? Like prove your own? No, uh, but that's what confuses me even more. I would understand if she was gold digging. You know, I no, don't but, understand. Well, maybe she like, fell in love with who he with was before he got bricks, his money. You know? It's. Because I, if she loved him before he got his money, maybe exactly. that's... Exactly. For felt, what, though? He doesn't I, seem to have but, a but personality. Dave, maybe the money like, changed him. Yeah. I, but also, I feel like... To I don't point, know. Do the they movie, not... Is the that line not in the movie? Uh, no, I'm thinking of... You're thinking of the line I <laughs> posted, yeah, yeah, which yeah, was the, the mm -hmm. bank scene. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, but, but um, the, I don't, I don't know. know. The movie does a lot of referencing of, like, 50 stuff with, like, the fonts and shit. And, like, that time period in particular, I feel like you see it in, like... I want to say it's a wonderful life, but it doesn't happen and it's a wonderful life. But, but like marriage just happened in like the early but days. It's like, this is 80s, Zach. This isn't like that. Yes, but like they, I don't think yeah, they you just named this like, is like the 40s. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're right. but, 30s, I or like the 40s. I'm trying, trying to dispute Dave here, but that doesn't help support the argument at all. You know, they had they had horses in the 40s. The time, the, um, it's a wonderful life. Uh, what I attribute it to, Dave, is just that. I don't know. I feel like I agree with you. There's there's a bit of a, there's a whole there that they didn't fill uh in the plot but i i think that i attribute it to from seeing it multiple times is just that she fell in love with who he was before he made his money and it's like you're right that's not apparent but i guess no like the way it's, it's stated it's stated clearly she says that to um 
to no, he says it to Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. Yeah, but you're yeah. saying and you the, don't you don't buy it in the double dates because you're like he seems like yeah. such a he doesn't have any. Like, well, I do buy that line though because he just the way he says okay, it. Okay, well like, then, what do you? Why don't dickhead, you? Like, why don't? What do you have a hard time believing that she would be with him? He, because still. he doesn't seem to have any likable traits. But, also, <laughs> but he did it one has a lot so of merit because there's multiple scenes where the mother just like rants about is, him. This is something that I wanted to bring up that um, I don't think this movie invented, but it's a trope that we haven't seen this month yet. But it's in the romantic comedy. One of the biggest like tropes that I I've noticed is the asshole ex or the asshole current. You know, right. like, and I think one of the issues with that trope is I don't. It's it's almost like spoon feeding us the worst person in the world so well, that you're like, well, oh, they belong together. It's, you know? It supports like, it supports the theory girls don't like nice guys. Yeah. Which yeah. which carries such a it's which like is, it's a know. fallacy it's a fallacy like that's maybe true to some extent but it, it paints that that picture with a uh, with a confident brush where it's like yeah where it's like look girls only like the asshole who's got money and he's wearing his dockers and he's but that's, he's an athlete but it doesn't seem like Drew Barrymore's character you know that's but that's the, why the two yeah. things yeah, don't but they also try to show that, that boys are dumb for, they and they will ex- believe they, in anything but no they were there they were together for a long time and I think that maybe what happened is she fell in love with who they were at the beginning and she got stuck yeah and she got stuck and she she became she fell in love with the idea of marriage as Robbie did they both admit to fantasizing about marriages so I think that she was in a steady relationship and she I mean to be honest with you I feel like Robbie's kind of right like he says it out of anger but he's like you're marrying Glenn because of the security or the money it's like maybe that's that's not not 100% true but it's like Dave that's why she gets so mad uh, she does get mad but like uh, why is she with him? And it's like, that's what Christine Taylor asked. Exactly. Like, why? But, but what I'm trying to say is that I think she felt stuck. She felt stuck, Dave. She felt stuck. And she was obsessed with the idea of getting married. And that's why she stayed with him so long is because. The only angle I understand slightly is the marriage thing. But it's just like, I just don't, I don't know. Yeah. It, Zach, what do you makes, have to say about it? It makes her character seem less dimensional, you know? I I think, I mean, watching it now, I just kind of. Good point, Dave. Good I didn't point, really point. enjoy Drew Barrymore very much in this movie, if I'm being honest. And I don't know if it's because of that, because I like kind of didn't. A, I just didn't get I didn't get it. I was like, what are you doing? What figure out head. what Drew Barrymore does? Okay? I guess I guess that my big thing about it is what if you look at it in this point of view where it doesn't really matter what she does the whole point is we're following the wedding singer. We're following his journey. And he really just cares about her. Doesn't give a fuck about the, the other guy. So we don't really need to have more complex of her dealing with, you know, why she a, likes him, why not. Right. That's like, that's, that's the issue of like, that's not like a really even handed thing. If you're basically saying like, we're just following guy who cares about girl. Right. Like, you're saying, I, I see the flip side know, of that like, is like, you're not giving, but it seems like we're watching just the point of like, it's if he was telling the story of how they met, right. Most of these scenes seem like, Oh, it's this date, this date, this date. It's just getting his point of view on what the boyfriend scenes like. without him in it. I mean, I'll admit, I'll admit, I like, guess you're right to support, to, to support this argument. Cause, uh, I see points from both sides. Like I don't, I don't hate Drew Barrymore in this movie, by the way, 
But um, I like her. Yeah, I do too. Um, I'm, what I'm what I'm saying isn't necessarily being like I don't like her. Yeah, I just you're think questioning that's a big her part uh, of this plot. Questioning her motive, like questioning her intentions, which I would too. Mm. If I was a character in this movie, I'd be like, why are you, why are you with this guy? Because I don't know. I think that she's. I mean. Right off the bat, you kind of get into the the idiosyncrasies of her character. You're opened up to her pretty quickly as she's like talking with the guy in the kitchen and talking with Christine Taylor, and like while they're waiting tables, and then like she's talking to Robbie Hart outside. You're introduced to her character pretty quickly, and like I'm not given any reason not to like her. Um, so I, I can't support that. Like anybody that says it's, they don't like her as a character, but I, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I. I it's I not really, that she, her character's unlikable or like, or any, it's not, okay. It's not that her character's unlikable for me. It's that, I don't know. I've also never been a big Barrymore like fan to begin with. Like, I don't know, something about like, just the way she talks. And I, I feel like that is the most like women you talk seen bad. A lot of oh Have you seen it's a lot of all what I'm saying. It's you like, can dislike the way someone yeah, talks. That's but like, okay. I know, I know. But I'm saying, like, especially in rom coms, like that's something that like gets pinned on. It's like, I hate woman in rom com. She suck. And that's not what I'm saying about this. Like, I, I, I like like what they do with her, but I've never liked Drew Barrymore very much in Zach, like do almost you, anything. Do you, who's your favorite character in this movie? Big character. Like, don't minus this minus the minor. yeah yeah yeah. Um, it's Robbie. Like like he's, he's, oh, yeah, yeah, he's he's so likable and fun and enjoyable. Like, and Were he's designed to be that way. Minus Robbie, or no, 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 no. I was saying minus minor characters. Yeah, uh, minus like, yeah, because well, Stephen, yeah, you're uh, supposed Steven to Dua. like Robbie. Yeah. Right, so Chase, just, and I wasn't you're, saying you're Chase. To like Chase you're kind of right. Like, yeah, it's yeah, his yeah. movie. He's the I wedding singer. I was just singer. wondering yeah. what Zach had. A, Zach had an odd take where he said he didn't necessarily like Drew Barrymore. I wanted to explore that. Yeah, that is that is 100% more of, I also don't think she's the best, like, written female character in a rom-com. Like, I don't think there's much depth there. Just because, and that might just be me not seeing the movie for a while, this being my first revisit, and I'd have to see it again. This movie but, feels like a fairy tale, kind of. Yeah, it, that, but that's the thing also. It's like, neither does Robbie. He's also, like, a weird fairy tale character yeah. or in the fucking Enchanted Forest. Like I, I, I think this fits the, like, very comfortable, um, like, almost, like, comfort food especially works well for table cable television like you know when it's on people will watch it yeah rom-com like it it, it succeeds in that way perfectly i think <laughs> it has all the beats you want it's like oh, this is the first kiss scene oh yeah. this is this is the uh, good heat, first uh, kiss scene. like i think the best we've seen this really good. yeah yeah, yeah. I, like, I was I saying agree. does annie like hall that. have a first kiss scene or i don't <laughs> yeah, remember kind of the, yeah, he goes, oh, it's, too, it's too cold. Chase, Chase gets com- uncomfortable during that part. It's Why? Oh, that's their first kiss. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is we got to get the first kiss, kiss out of the way now. Yeah, so that, yes. okay, now I remember. But uh, yeah, um, I agree. Like it's um, to get yeah, camera, I like this. It was a little titillating almost. You know, I like yeah. after no. they kissed, he he got super nervous. He's like, I I I just turned the jacket. I kissed her. Returned jacket. I like that. I yeah. thought that was pretty funny. Uh, also, I, I mean, too. to go back onto like the fact that like this movie, much more than other rom coms, is like a lot more innocent. That is the only time where it becomes sexualized in almost any way, shape, or form. I don't know. Yeah. There's a part where she bends over the 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 waitress bends over. Well, yes, but that's like the show that like he's a perv. oh he's a scummy he's a man, he's a dog. Yeah, I I fucked the ten last week. 
Like he's, he's the I love like the setup. In, no, lines. I love the setup in that scene because Robbie's obviously trying to get the yeah, the, 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 the infer- yeah. but he's like, him, yeah, ten, to- ten years ago, and he goes, yeah, yeah, ten, ten years, years ago. ago, and he's like, no, yeah. and then like he doesn't like try to call him out at that point. He's like, no, and he's like that. Yeah, hot? he's like Columbo at that yeah, point. It's great, but it's <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> Good scene. This was ten years ago, right? Just a good. That's a good. It was a good rom com scene. Like I really appreciated that scene. That scene was very very cliche, but it's pivotal. It's really. But it's it fun to of, watch. Yeah, and it, it kind of uh, gives our character an extra incentive to like win her over because before he was like, you know, I think before he was talking to Sammy, was this? Am I out of order? But before he was talking to Sammy in the car. And he's like, oh, that's her jacket. Um, I dropped it off. Yes, this is before. He's like, oh, I got to go give it to her. Remember, she said, oh, I get cold around this street. And he's like, you like her, don't you? That scene leads directly in. I think at that point, yeah, it's already like kind of innocent. Like he's like, yeah, I have a crush on her, but she's getting married. And then he's like, he sees this, this opportunity comes and kind of gives him an extra incentive to be like, well, no, wait, screw that. Like. I'm better for her than this guy. This guy's cheating on her and like, I don't know, gives our character a little, maybe, maybe, uh, what would you call it? Jealousy? No, I was going to say, um, uh, what's the inciting incident? The inciting incident. Mm. Kind of, kind of. It's a little late for the inciting incident. It's a little late. There's always the inciting incident. I feel like the inciting incident Mm -hmm. is his wife not coming to the Yeah, true, true, true. Oh God. And that scene is, that scene is kind of like, I feel that scene. That scene's a little, a little, uh, like even hard, though you have, yeah. you have George like crying for comedic effect, which, which I loved, which cause like one scene he's like looking, he's a little worried. And then the next cut back, he's so he's, happy. He's, yeah. his yeah. mascara is running and he's like biting his knuckle. I love that. But, um, yeah, that scene's, uh, that scene packs a heavy punch for, for a comedy. Like I'm really invested in the characters. I'm very invested in them. I don't know, Chase. You would disagree, but I, I, I feel maybe that's. I, I'm going to be honest. I I watched it today in a car, so I was. I yeah. I don't know if it, yeah. it was just my my viewing experience. I liked the movie. I wasn't super like I'm invested or these people are like my life right now. I mean, I watched it in five minute intervals when I was fucking working at CVS. So like, <laughs> this is how we do our podcast. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, 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 all my cigarette breaks was like need to watch Wedding Singer. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't hate I, this movie. It's just I think I just my only issues were it was like it wasn't like watching a brand new movie for yeah. me before because I had seen so many seeds. So it's mm-hmm. like, uh, but uh, I I don't know. I don't know. For me, it was it was. Everything I've never good. seen it. <laughs> Chase, I get it. You wish I had chose Big Fat Greek Wedding. It's not. I do. Fucking, I like that like, movie. <laughs> Windex. <laughs> Windex. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm talking about if you don't, if you're talking about big, big I've fat never seen wedding. Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh um, my god! That, besides, like, unless you consider having like watched it almost the entire movie when I was like 12 on a plane on mute, like I was just looking at it on mute. Yeah, that's on how I plane, saw Gone Girl on a plane to California in a movie called Life or something like it with Ange- Angelina Jolie, where she's like a prophet or something. I this like, is a complete side note, but uh, my first viewing experience for my big fat Greek wedding was our church pastor dressed because he was Greek, where he stood, he sat in front of the screen in front of the whole church and would pause it every five minutes and yell about Greek things and then resume the movie. God, that sounds so, awful. 
It was weird. It was, um, he threw rolls at people and stuff. Oh like God, it was it was a, it's, it was a strange way to watch the movie for sure. Hey, uh, Chase, what's your big fat Greek wedding story? I was I was on. I I remember it too. I was going to DC with my class, and a buddy of mine had. My fat Greek wedding on his he's PSP. Like, dude, I got my he's like, big he's like, fat dude, Greek wedding. I got, he's like, I got so the movies, man. I'm like, what do you got? He goes, I got, I got 21 and I got my fat Greek wedding. I'm like, fuck, let's watch it. Oh my God. It was, that what was a, a great day. We watched 21 and, and I'm like, I like this movie. And then we watched big fat Greek wedding. I'm like, why did we watch that? You watched the it. Kevin Spacey movie? Yeah, I did. Right, I so, like so that movie. My memory of Big Fat Greek Wedding, I guess, since we're doing the round table. Um, <laughs> I went to go see it when I was uh, working. What's the year on that? Can someone check me the year? Uh, I got you. Know, I got it. I'm pulling Two, it up. I'm going to say right now. Or what three. Oh, three? I don't know. Maybe. I think it's I think it's late 90s. No. No, it's the 2000s, brother. 2002. 2002. All right. So I went to the Merritt Square Mall uh, with my family. And uh, the only thing I can I, I take away from that movie and that I remember vividly is the use the excessive use of Windex and that it fixes everything. It does. Yeah, so someone like walk into a door and that movie. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do remember my mom and my dad and my brother like that movie. And I was twelve, so I probably didn't appreciate it, but I I, I have no quarrels with that movie. That's Chase's anyway, but movie. I'm, looking, coral, I'm looking at well, life or something like let's it. Not, right let's now. not get let's not get <laughs> off track. Jesus, let's get I'm back sorry. on uh, wedding singer. My gosh, um, uh, I like okay, Dave. Who is Christine Taylor married to? Band. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. So, um, that's her friend Holly in this movie. That's yes. what I thought. Yes, yes. Well, that but well, I thought that she was married to Ben Stiller. Um, yes, yeah, two children. Because she's also in Dodgeball, but uh, she right, she has I get that her twin thing. with the girl from Arrested Development. Sometimes. Well, she also has For kind sure. of a twin with uh, whoever plays Marsha Brady in the Brady Bunch movie, or that's maybe it's her. Old. That's her. All right, They're so not, older, but that, that's the joke Brady Bunch movie. Yeah, the joke the Brady real, Bunch right? movie. Yeah, she has a doppelganger. I forget who it is. My dad would always be like, I always get her confused, and my dad never would get actresses and actors confused. But he got Christine Taylor confused with another actress. And I feel like it's either the Alicia actual. Alicia Vikander? Or maybe, not Alicia, Alicia Silverstone? I could maybe, that maybe that was it. Or I feel like the actress that played, that actually played the real Marsha, Marsha Brady. Which I yeah, remember. I feel like the, she does look like her. She does. Right? Yeah, she, she resembles her. But um, I don't like, I guess I don't really like her character. She's kind of she's kind of sleazy. I'm not, I I actually do like her character as a as a best friend. Photos. That was because um, uh, I want to. I just want to send you guys the IMDb page for life or something like it. There's just so much going on. Why? Tony um, Shalhoub, a blonde oh. Angelina Jolie, Ed, Edward Burns. I mean, you said Tony uh, Shalhoub. I'm in. It's making me laugh. Uh, <laughs> I, I like her best friend. I, I feel like she's like, a, I don't know. She like has character more than Drew Barrymore, but maybe it's just, I just don't like Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I, I think like, she is. She, uh, she's she a good feels like friend. a real person a lot more than like, 
And she either main character. She doesn't create does. com. I guess she does create conflict. She does she? create a lot kind of, of conflict. Yeah. Not really. Kind of. She kind of pushes the like the security thing, which I feel like yeah. she knew. I don't know. She knew that was a bad but thing yeah, to say, but, right? But at the yes. same time, she brings that up Can only you? after the scene where she's like, um, is kind of like, oh, he actually does like her. Like, I feel like she uses it as a way to like push them together. Dave, can you, you know, like, I don't think it's a driving wedge. I think it's an attempt of like, of bring. No, I think no. it was to, int- yes. I think it was to intimidate him because he's yeah. like, that's, there's like a whole like class thing. That's like not fully fleshed out in this movie, but he's definitely sensitive about that is uh, like his, his like per- accomplishments his, or lack thereof. Yes, his, yeah, and his wealth and he like all of that, like, but and she, that's like but, why his fiance leaves him. So like, yeah, exactly. Like exact reason. A fresh wound. There's a lot of this is what I was gonna say. I like a lot of the. It, you get a lot of those '80s callbacks, and they're also making jokes about things that are gonna happen in the future. Just like he's like, now take off my Van Halen shirt before you jinx the band and they break up, which they did eventually do break up. And then she talks about him licking the microphone like David Lay Roth. And it's just, yeah. we have a lot of uh, uh, classic 80s. time, like hindsight time. Jokes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Flock of Seagulls reference in the airport where he's like, do you like really Flock like of Seagulls? No, but I could see you. You obviously do. do. You obviously yeah. do. Um, but I like the ones that are kind of predictive as well, where it's like, uh, I it's think it's like really. Int- when is this supposed to be? 1984. Yeah. Five. I think Five. it's really interesting. Um, that it's just like you, you don't see it that often unless it's telling like a true story that happened 10 years earlier. You don't see a lot of movies trying to tackle like reckon with the previous decade only in the next decade, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no, yeah. I feel like when you see like an 80s setting, it was Usually like in the thousands because they were like so. root. Because there's usually so close to the previous decade. I guess the 80s was that like visually defined that like by the time the nineties rolled around, you could really yeah, like, I get what you're saying. I feel uh, like there's, also, there's, there's also a huge tone shift from eighties to nineties. I culture. feel like this is the same it's thing. It's weird though, that the seventies, but um, there was still like a, I don't know. I feel like it's like eighties to seventies. It's still like a weird, like commercialism, like, like flowery, like into the eighties. I feel like the eighties got more like, it, Angry. It started to get Angry. grittier, but then like I literally, the 90s became Limp Bizkit grunge. So I, like, I, I literally have different filters in my head when yeah, I think about different same. decades. So do I, <laughs> and, it's, I do. and it's most likely a result of movies, but you know, like I'm so still seeing I. the grain on the film yeah. from the 70s and the 80s is getting a little bit more like crisper, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, that's why yeah. Mexico is slightly orange in my mind because of movies when they just put that, <laughs> yeah. like we're in Mexico now, it's yellow. Yeah, that's like every uh, I watched a video that talked about how every early '90s action movie was foggy, and yeah. they showed a bunch of clips, and I was like, "Damn!" But it's like <laughs> also right. like in the, like, in it's the like thousands. lethal weapon, Point Break, like they all speed. have a cloudy they're all scene. Like, they're all yeah. smoky. <laughs> they're all like they're, all the interior scenes are so smoky. It's, I never thought about it, like someone said this one time that like the th- early thousands like particularly usually war movies but it was like anytime you're in the Middle East all of a sudden like the music was always like ah! <laughs> 
like a long chanting like yes. cry. Jeez, like, it's just like, with yeah, like a sitar in the background yeah. and you're like oh <laughs> yeah you're like we're in the middle east now like it's like <laughs> they couldn't help real. doing that yeah uh, i mean eastern europe is like gray uh, yeah. in like every movie it is weird that that um you know how much we're informed by films, you know, like yeah. you should take a film as your education. But some people grew up, unfortunately, doing that. Dude, Italy is so pretty in my mind. It's always just bubbly and bright. It's all it is. So the wedding singer. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Wedding. Fuck. Um, Are wedding singers like like. Are weddings like that? I've only been to one wedding I've been ever. To a lot it of was weddings. kind of like a there was, was a like DJ an eloping the one. I yes, their their weddings can be like that. But are sure. they staged like where it's like okay, it's always the same servers, it's always the wedding singer. If you wake, like, if you work at a wedding venue, yes, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, which is what they did. What they worked for the venue. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's like the, that family only hires those waitresses to come to their family's well, I weddings. I didn't think that's what was going on, but I, I, I just, What'd I didn't think? know that there was a whole, like, I knew that there was venues, but I didn't know they had a, their own, like, wedding singer. Like, yeah. they I've had, never they, seen like, a, a wedding pack. singer before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen, like, a... I've, <laughs> I've known a wedding I've ne- singer. Yeah, I've, never, I I don't, I've seen a band, I've but I've never seen yeah, a same. wedding singer. I've always seen a band. What's the difference between a band and a wedding singer? Sometimes you have a guy that'll just basically stand up there and do karaoke. Like he'll sing like eight to ten songs. Usually, yeah, you do a cover, like a request cover cover. songs of stuff you've already heard. Sometimes they'll do bands. They'll do a whole band that has like two guitar players and a drum player and the lead singer. Like different. Well, he had a band, right? Yeah, Yeah. he had he had George playing like piano and percussion or like. Some of the like there's woodwinds. two other guys too. Yeah, and then there's they had like a drummer. Dudes. And but yeah, like that's not uncommon, Chase. Like I've been to a couple weddings. Like I've I'm been not to saying like, it's uncommon. I just didn't. I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm not married, yeah, Steve. I'm, I I don't I don't know you, how you, any. I don't of this understand works. life. You asked the question, so I answered. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, um, just figure okay. out what you, you don't do. Have to. Um, but I liked every sequence where like the they, there was three big ones which is the beginning the opening sequence where he's singing uh you know the you spin me right round baby right yeah. round yeah and then uh there's the second sequence where he where he has a complete meltdown which i love i love that sequence but every wedding singer sequence there's that and there's the bar mitzvah i love i love every yeah. single one of them there's a lot of comedic value the second one Mostly because of the uh, mutant on table nine, the mutants on table nine, but also uh, (laughs) his constant uh, back and forth with the guy that obviously paid him to be there. But he's like, Sir, one more outbreak, and I will Mm. one more outbreak, and I will strangle you with my microphone wire. (laughs) (laughs) You're the worst wedding singer in the world, buddy. I don't know why I could only think of you while watching that scene, Steven, for some reason. I think, I think it's because, because you have quoted that, that movie yeah, a good I, amount of times have, around I me. Have. It was weird how often I was thinking about like Steve because I was like, damn, he really talked or quoted this movie because I didn't think about it going into it. But when it did get to the um, the bar scene where he like does that speech, his friend does the speech. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, Steve loves this scene. Like. It was weird when I. And how was that scene for everybody? How, I think I think it's a I think it's I a like good scene. scene. I think it, I think it has a good like, it's a good yeah, heartfelt. It hits really well. Do you know what it reminds me of? Goodwill Hunting. It reminds me of the scene where it's Ben Affleck is talking it's to. Not your fault. No, no, no. no. 
It's when he's talking to my uh, favorite scene in the Matt movie Damon, he's where he's like, like every he's day, like every day, day is when I, I come walk up out to your door and hoping that hope you're that not you. there. Like that's what that reminds <laughs> yeah. me of. It's like I'm not happy. You think I'm happy? Yeah, but you, I, you can do better than this. I love don't, that. Don't be me. Don't be me. Like I got bitter. Okay. The Goodwill Hunting scene is far better, but I uh, uh, I do mm, not sure about I that. I do really no, like I is. do really like uh, I, I agree. <laughs> Chase, where it's like Have your own opinions, I, I guess. I think it's a when's it's a sentimental it, moment. Oscar movie, oh, not that Oscar speech shit. But yeah, um, let's, let's be honest here. Yeah, the, the the this it it felt heavy. Like I, I liked that moment. It felt it felt genuine when he's like, I'm not happy. What? I'm not happy, <laughs> but it, he's like, he, it, you could tell he's like, he's like, I have this front, you know, like, like I get all the chicks and I have all the answers. I like but how- as he quotes, all I really want is for someone to hold me and tell me everything's going to be okay. Well, you're forgetting the a, whole like, what happened to Fonzie? No one likes Fonzie. What happened to Fonzie? Yeah. You know, no one wants to see no a one wants to see fifty year old women. They get they got canceled. <laughs> No, they don't want to see a fifty-year-old man hit on women, chicks. Yeah, but I, I really do like that. That's another pivotal. I think it's a pivotal scene because at that point, Adam Sandler has given up, and he's like, he's like, I want to be like you, man. I just want to get laid every night and 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 fuck love or whatever. Um, I guess every movie, like, every like, I just want to be, I just want to be happy, and that that's, that that scene hits me. I don't know. I, I always like the, the happy talks. I feel like in rom coms, whenever we get to happy talks, whenever someone like expresses why they're not happy, you know, I think I think uh, Silver Linings Playbook for me, it's the scene where uh, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence are running, and he's like, "Well, you seem fine," and she's like, "You think I'm fine? Every every day I give and I give and I give, and then what what do I do? I wake up and I'm empty." That's not happy or whatever. And they're talking about like happiness. Yeah. And she's like, every day she's like, I wake up and I feel empty because I give everything away. She's like, you think I like that? Whatever, whatever this, I'm, I'm probably butchering the dialogue, but it gives me the no, same, it's, it gives, gives me the same, the same feels. Um, whenever characters in rom-coms talk about like happiness because it has, it's it holds so many definitions. It, it can mean it something to, to so many different people. But um, I think we can always relate uh, to how someone's feeling in these moments, especially if you've been in love before, in which I mean, most of us have had the uh, had the the pleasure of it is better to to have loved and to have lost than <laughs> ever to have loved at all. I, I really thought you were about to say we all had the pleasure of uh, all the pleasure of ripping your love. heart out through your ass. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, basically, yeah, that's what happens, but. What is, More is that in this movie? Yeah, yeah, that's what the no, old man no. says. Like, what does women yeah. do? He goes, they rip your heart out okay. through your ass. You can't, yes. you can't drink that in that, Robbie. Right in here, Robbie. All right, I'll just finish that right, back. Let's go out to the Abbey. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, you guys coming? Because yeah, the look yeah, on the bartender's of... face is like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. There's a, there's a couple of scenes that really make me laugh. Is another one is where, where they go to the party. They go to the, uh, I guess it's the, I guess it's the wedding party, whatever it is. Um, the engagement party? I guess, yeah. And uh, he goes in with the Michael Jackson. The oh, get and up like, the glove and he's like, take off the he's glove. like, take off the glove, dude. You look nuts. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he calls because, him Tito. Yeah, he calls yeah. him Tito. But uh, that that's funny because then he calls him out in front of Drew Barrymore. Yeah, you said she was going to get it. What were you talking about? And I like about? that she she turned around and she about? was like, oh, I'm not going to get it. Uh, okay. Get it. Yeah. Not that I'd ever want to be very pervy around girls with you guys at all. But if you guys ever call me out like that in front of someone, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, we were friends. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely like a huge uh, cocker spin like that, block. That's more... With at least I don't know. Don't ever tell anyone the mean things I say when yeah. I'm mad at them. But uh, but I mean like I, I would know. yeah I would never say that like in public about like I don't know I don't, I don't know, know how close of friends they are but they seem like pretty close friends. I would yeah. never say that in publics either. Yeah. We don't have Publix up and here, so we're safe. That Spurs. poor deli worker used to make fun of Steven. Like that was awful. <laughs> Zach, you told me you should tell me we'd never bring bring her up. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Deli Sharon. Anyway, uh, yeah, Deli <laughs> man. She, she sorry, had a rough Sally. life. It's Steve, Steven just he. Oh, oh, sorry, awful. Sally. Um. <laughs> but again, the, the soundtrack for this just classic eighties. I mean, we got mm-hmm. we got some Billy Idol. We got um, um who's this the who sings the first the opening song? I know you know this. right round. Yeah, isn't it a mm-hmm. Danger Zone or something? Or. I swear I know it. No, I swear I know it. Um, it's in dark. I thought. I thought I was stalling because I yeah. thought Zach was looking it up. It's, but he's it's on the TV it, in the on, whole first yeah, season. It is. Chase, oh, will you yeah. look up the soundtrack yeah. for this movie, please? Yes, I will. Okay. So, um, you youth quick? No, dead or alive? Dead or alive? Dead or alive? Dead or alive. Thank you. Um, like but yeah, this is some classic '80s tunes and um, Harkins. Harkens back to the 80s while still feeling like a 90s well, rom-com. Definitely one thing that I totally forgot about it in the 80s was the scene where his kid uh, or his nephew or yeah, it's his nephew, right? Yeah. Because it's his, his nephew, sister's, his sister's kid's son. His nephew Freddy was wearing Kruger the Freddy Krueger stuff. And I was like, oh, it must be when Freddy Krueger came out. And it's really big right 1984. now. Yeah. Then right? 84 was the first Elm Street, Dave. That's right, right? 84. Yeah, and the 80s was yeah. like an Elm Street movie a year after that. I yeah. Think. And so, yeah. So it would make so sense of why sense. it's yeah, it was like, like a year later. real big. Yeah. I, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, um, 84. One of the yeah, classic stupid. interactions for me, and there's just some scenes that like stick out to me that uh, they. St- they stick out to me like skits. And one of them is just like when he's coming in and, and his two nephews, he's coming to babysit and his nephews run up and they're like, they're like, everybody's, been, everybody's been saying you're going, you're going crazy. What do you mean? Everybody you're eight years old. All you know is your parents. <laughs> That's a good line. That is a good one. I and also like the, the, his, his, his brother-in-law comes <laughs> in and he goes, kids, what did we say? What, what, what are we talking and about? And they looked Sailor, at each other and they walked away. And yeah. It's like, oh, they definitely had the talk of yeah. don't say and anything. Sailors gives that little look to him like, wait, what What did you say to him? And yeah. the interaction he has with him is like the awkward, like, you know, that's his sister's husband. And he's like, you know, your sister and I we used to be wild. We used to be, we, yeah, we got experimental. Wait, what does he say at the end? Does he he's say, like, why she, did I say that about his like, sister? He's like, uh, she, oh, she likes to play with my nipples. my nipples. She likes to get a little, little frisky with my nipples or whatever. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, and then Adam Sam was like, all right, all right, go out, have fun. I'll watch the kids. He's like, I don't know why I just said that, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> but I guess I said it. But I guess I said yeah. it. But that's the scene. Go ahead. Go ahead, Zach. I forget. I guess I'm sorry. 
It's the, it's the it's the fucking wind, man. Every time I keep thinking of things, and then the wind scares me, and then I forget about the thing. I promise you, it sounds like my shutters are breaking right now, and it's it, fucking. It freaky. doesn't sound like that on our end. It just yeah, I know that, and I, it just feels like I, I feel like I'm going crazy, but I'm not. Jack, the show carries on. You know, you're gonna be like the the band on the Titanic. <laughs> like, you know, we're just gonna keep doing this podcast while your room his his window's gonna break through and just you. just yeah. storm is going through no, no, his lights around and goes, God, slicing through my face. I'll be like, but you know, the best part of the wedding singer is when that kid comes out and calls his ex wife a bitch. Chase it, Dave. Let's keep it let's keep it light. Remember, the the ship is sinking. Let's keep it yeah. light. I like that part when he's like, Let's keep it light. <laughs> is a ship sinking. People are there's children drowning. Let's keep it light. Uh, but anyway, um, back to the wedding singer. I guess one thing that you know, even though like some of his movies annoy me, I kind of appreciate about this. On top of being a rom com, is I just feel like Adam Sandler himself has a a brand of comedy. You know, like and there's like sure. certain certain through lines that he always has. Like, I, I feel like he always has a funny old in this movie or like a good, like a crass kid or like he has like, like we were talking about before he has like his crew of guys that are always in his movies. Like he has his own comedy. Tropes. Yeah. Which is yeah. kind of crazy to think about. But I feel like those are all like classic funny ideas. You know, it's like the old guy that doesn't know what's going on. The kid who yeah. says a bad word. Like there's like those, those basic ideas. They're like, well, this is really funny. And I think Sandler's always understood how to make it work over yeah. and over and over again. Mm. You just got to know everyone's name. Just got to know everyone's name. I mean, a, a good example of that not working was Grown Ups okay. 2. Well, Grown Ups 2 shouldn't exist. So let's just not know talk everyone's about name. Ups 2. That movie is. I still, I think I still have a Grown Ups 2 poster on my wall. Burn it. Dave, Burn we it just watched uh, it the other day. It is awful. Burn it. I think I've Burn seen it. it it was just from the times when I was going to the movie theater like all the time and just taking their like mini posters. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that was a cool poster. It's just all of their high school photos. Like, so it's just like, I don't know. I didn't mind it, but I always look at like that and like the sitter is a poster I have on my wall. Not like the Jonah, the Jonah the Hill one. movie. Yeah. I'm like, I don't remember that movie one bit or I like, I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Uh, a big one in my friend's house was don't tell mom that babysitter's dead. Oh, wow. I like, I like that, that movie. movie. Me too. Me I too. saw that when I was super young. I also like were like mad at us. The, uh, whatever you want to call it, but the movie I associate with that kind of like uh, many stare at goats and burn after reading or like country film men and uh, there will be blood uh, is adventures in babysitting and don't was, tell mom the babysitter's babysit dad are two movies that I've seen both of them multiple times, probably like three or four times each. And I get them confused sometimes. I'm so glad you just yeah, said that. Yeah, Adventures in Babysitting was another big one. When Zach, I was very young, um, I got Baby's Day Out and Home Alone confused. Baby's Day Out, I like Zach. By the way, I like. I like that whole, movie. I like. Or maybe the, it was maybe it was Baby's Day Out and Mouse Hunt. I. It's they're whoa, all weird little how? little ball in my but, brain. Um, I got the characters. I like I the like unbelievability. I don't know any. 
So I don't like, like, I don't know Baby's Day Out, but it just makes me think of like three men and a baby and look who's a talking. gorilla. Like yeah, all there's a gorilla I've in ever it. Seen. Well, yeah, there's a gorilla. Baby's in Day it. Out is just, I mean, oh, uh, what I like that about baby that movie. Baby on a gorilla. What I like about that movie, Zach, is the. Uh, Maybe I have seen this movie. You probably Joey, have at least seen Joey, like. Joey Pants is it, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think, well, I think I've actually used this movie in our game multiple times because I I've been like Joey Pants alone. I think that, that baby should have died at least a hundred times. I will challenge yes. you on that, Zach. If you said Joey Pantalone, I would challenge you on that. I know at one wait, point wait, I knew someone you else. To, yeah, you, you wouldn't have to know name because there's oh, the, uh, the other Joey Pantalone movie that I used once or twice was um I think it's like my Joe Montana. No, it's like my Matthew neighbors are robots. Clave is in baby. Oh wait, you just said that. Okay. All right, never mind. Yes, yes. he said that earlier. So you would have been. If I challenge you, you would have been able to say of the famed Baby's Day Out. Yes, of the famed Baby's Day Out. Full circle. (laughs) Well, he made the international (laughs) sign of the donut. Um, I don't know. Do we talk about all the bits? Uh, I Uh, would like to point out. The, the the theme or like another thing I'd like to add to our criteria. Okay. Um, is it's a slick flick? Like it's an hour and a half, and so yeah. far all these movies have been an hour and a half. So thank God I didn't choose Knocked Up because no Judd Apatow movie is an hour and a half. I'm not a big Knocked is, Up fan. Is Crazy I Stupid Love, love the longest so one? You have been I don't know how long it is. Crazy, crazy Stupid. That should only be. Like I feel like that's two fourteen. For some reason, wow, two hours and fourteen minutes. If you pulled that out of your ass, I'd be so surprised. <laughs> two it's an hours. hour and fifty-eight. Yeah. God damn it! So about two hours. So it is the longest. It is also the first movie we're going to watch this month that is covering two different plots. Well, yeah, more than two. Is it, well, no. Yeah, I guess there's a, that's like an ensemble well, movie, yeah. but it's mostly Steve Carell yeah. and his ventures, mm-hmm. and then. Gosling, Gosling. Is it also y'all's first 21st century movie? Yeah. 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 Of the month. Yeah. yeah. yeah it is. And ever on the podcast. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. ever. That's ever been seen by man. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, ever. On, as a popcorn and movie first. Dude, it was it was a hidden gem. We just found it. Just an uncut went gem. online. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Uncut Check gems. It Check it out. It also has uh That's a, a crazy stupid love is when Steve Carell gets his chest wax and says Kelly Clarkson, right? No, that's 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 forty year old version. I was gonna say that was dinner for schmucks. So. Uh, I love that movie too. Yeah, man. Was, dinner was, for was, schmucks is the one where he's laying on a bed of pancakes, right? I, no, I just think it's crazy uh, that like I'm, I'm that. testing your guys' Steve Carell's <laughs> well, knowledge. Oh my right god, now. wait. I'm sorry. I'm, I have to think of a movie I'm, about I'm the little that's man. that's Evan. That's Evan Almighty. I'm surprised none of no. you mentioned the or big, Bruce Almighty. Sorry, the big What's cameo. Was any little man the movie? Leg on a on a flap a thing of flapjacks. Is that no, the that, one with yeah, the, Dan the, in real the life? Dan in yeah, real life. Dan job. in real life. Yeah, I was. Wrong. But anyway, uh, didn't anybody catch Welcome the big to Marwin. the big cameo Welcome in this Marwin. movie? Who's in this movie? Um, Bruno Mars is in in this 1998 wedding. Bruno Mars was Bruno Mars. Bruno. No, he what are you, wasn't. What are you talking about? Steve. So when I was a kid, funny story. Bruno oh, Mars God. is in a movie called uh, "What Happens in Vegas" with James Caan and Nicolas Cage and Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, what? I never yeah, heard of that. Yeah, and so 
I should say when I was a kid, when I was 19, I watched both these movies around the same time. And the first time I told somebody about The Wedding Singer, I said, oh, yeah, it's got a young Bruno Mars and James Caan in it. And that was what happens in Vegas, not The Wedding Singer. So it's a movie I got mixed up. I got a sniper on the right classic now. mix up. But um, Br- Bruno Mars is in this movie, What Happens in Vegas, which is an early 90s movie with James Caan, Nicolas Cage, and Sarah Jessica Parker. And Bruno Mars is a young Elvis impersonator, and he gets about 30 seconds of screen time. And I confused that movie with The Wedding Singer. One um, of those classic mix ups. Yeah. I've never heard. I'm so like, is it a good movie? I own it. I I think it's watchable. I like it. Uh, well, I've heard so of that movie. This movie. I've heard it's a good wild. cage. Wait, are you? Is it definitely called What Happens in Vegas? Yeah, hold Nicholas on. Cage is looking an awful lot like Ashton Kutcher now. No, 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 sir. Not that movie. '90s movie. Um, Vegas. Huh. What happens in Vegas? Old. It's a '90s movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm looking at a movie. Nicholas Cage Vegas movie. It's gonna uh, give you leaving Las, Las Vegas. No, that's not it. No. It's not it. <laughs> well, that's what I thought we were talking about. So that's his Oscar movie. Where he's, he's looking, like, oh, he's looking on the shelf. Cage. He's looking on uh, the shelf. Max, shut up. He says, no, it's not what's happening. He said leaving, but Steve knows leaving Las Vegas as well. I'm pretty sure he's seen that. He thought it was leaving Las Vegas, but it's wrong. Is it wild at heart? Is it wild at heart? God, why are we going on the side tangent? That's that's a David Lynch movie. Now he's really, it's important apparently. Oh my God, my cat is just following Steve Find it? What What do you want me to look up? Nick Cage? Nick Cage. Jeez. Win the war. I feel like actually looking war. at Sarah Jessica Parker's IMDb would be so much Honeymoon easier. Honeymoon in Vegas. Oh, my God. Honeymoon Good job, in Vegas. Steven. I forgot his phone's in the other room. You know, maybe that makes sense. Oh, no. He was looking for the actual DVD. Yeah, I told him. He was looking on our DVD shelves. All right. Well, next month we're going to be watching uh, Honeymoon in Vegas for all four no, episodes. No, we're only watching movies with Vegas in the title. So it's right. Leaving Las Vegas, Honeymoon in Vegas, 21. What happens in Vegas? Vegas. What happens in Vegas? <laughs> 21 doesn't have any. Vegas vacation. Yeah, Vegas vacation would work. Um, Viva Las Vegas. Casino. Um Casino Vegas. Um, Funstone's Vivo Vegas Rock Vegas. Oh, yeah, Rock Vegas. Uh, Rocket Doodle Do. And CIS Vegas. Vegas movie. Yeah, dude. Isn't there like an actor named Vegas? So it's like any like movie they're in? No, we, we, we knew someone named Vegas. Oh, we, we did. Yeah, that's we met someone named Vegas. That's what you're thinking of. I don't think that's what I was thinking of. Yes, it was, Chase. Don't lie. Look at that. All right. Yeah, yeah, we should move okay, forward. Okay, move on. Move yeah, he's like a, he's like a baseball player for the forward. for the Boston Red Sox. Hey, um, it's me, the baseball player from the Boston Red Sox, Mark Wahlberg. Except crypto.com. <laughs> 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 That's not your new Matt David. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Be brave. Be brave. 
Oh, be Matt Damon. Be a crypto Dave, commercial. Did you, did you watch? Be unique. Be a crypto commercial. Did any of you Super watch Bowl, South Park? Because there wasn't many of those. <laughs> the new, I haven't seen the newest episode. Oh, okay. I haven't either. I haven't. I haven't yet. But there, there's that whole, well, my parents, they listen to Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was special. the first yeah. episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. They listen to Matt Damon. Uh, they lost all their money. <laughs> uh, it's so weird because I didn't Hello. understand that reference. I'm and then I watched the Super Bowl. I, I didn't know he was three. doing crypto commercials. Great. great. Who, else thought that, who else thought that that, uh, that commercial with the animatronic... It was highly emotional. Oh, that was last year, wasn't it? No, the animatronic this year were uh, the freaky ass meta commercial that I hate, and because no. Mark Wahlberg is a creepy man. I like that commercial. Mark, you liked it? I do. I can't. Not that Mark Wahlberg was not wait, in wait, it. Wait, yeah, no, no, Mark, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Sorry. He wasn't in it. He's not in it, but his grubby little paws are all over it. Well, guess what, Zach? Uh, Nate actually worked on that commercial, so f you. Okay, good for him. Doesn't mean Mark Mark's little grubby little meta hands Chase, aren't all bring, over it. Bring Nate out here right now. Hey, yeah, Nate, yeah, let's, Nate, let's get Nate. Nate, 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 Nate here the whole time. Claire, let me let me on. get him. Hey, Nate, Nate, <laughs> take a seat, Nate. Um, I actually have Matt Damon here. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> he's all right. gonna take our money. So, I don't so, like your apples, <laughs> Matt Damon. He's gonna he's gonna convince us all to buy an NFT, and then he's gonna take all our money. That's what he's gonna do. Yes. What? He just keeps slamming post-it notes on a fake window that say, how do you like them apples over and over again? <laughs> That's his NFT. That's what he's selling. Is How do you like them apples? I got NFTs. a number. All right. Uh, wedding singer. Um, guys. Okay. The wedding singer. <laughs> Should we do ratings? I guess. Yeah, because I feel like we, yeah, we, I think we well, exhausted well, the wedding singer I mean, because we have now else? talked about Matt Damon crypto for what? five minutes. No, 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 no. What, Steve? No, that's... Uh, I... I Go ahead, Zach. What's your rating as a rom com? Well, no, wait. Did, did you have? No, that's literally what I was to gonna pay? say. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Have we? Uh, I was gonna ask the question. Have we exhausted the wedding singer? Which I think the mm-hmm. answer is yes. So Zach, we're we, we're at a good time. It's not like we haven't covered yeah. the movie. What do you think? Out of as a rom com, not as a yeah, not yeah. as a movie. So mm-hmm. as a romantic comedy, I'd say it's like probably. A four. I think it's like it hits every beat a romantic comedy should hit. It gives you all the feelings a romantic comedy should make you feel. It maybe isn't as deep as a lot of like I'd be like the big sick or like um others. I I'm sorry right now. But yeah, like it, I I think it misses it misses the, itself the on that. Is crazy for yeah. <laughs> Hostels, uh, fucking, but no, it, it, it loses that, but it's also not trying to achieve that. So I don't hold it against it. So I'd give it like a four when it comes to like, as, as a romantic comedy, probably more of like a three as like an actual movie, but like a four for a rom-com for sure. Okay. All right. So I'm going to give it, um, I feel like the last couple of weeks I made everybody else go first. So I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll take the, the first dive into it uh, after after our guest. Um, for me, it's a three and a half on both a, a, a rom-com and a movie um, level where it's like, I think it has enough of the enjoyable factors of like, it is a bit of a comfort movie. Like uh, on a rainy day, you know, uh, I got nothing else to watch and this comes up on my search. I'll watch it. Um, it's got enough laughs in it. Uh, it. It's innocent enough. It's charming. Um, 
he's losing his mind and I'm reaping all the benefits. It's got a lot of, a lot of those little one, one liners that was John Lovitz, but it's got a lot of one liners, um, that I appreciate. And, and I think it's a, it, it's a safe rom-com, you know, um, it's, it may be a little, uh, a little fluffy makes you feel good. It's a f- bit of a feel good film. You know what I mean? Not as not, not so much as like, Annie Hall when when Harry met Sally when Harry met Sally ends on a happy note but still kind of makes you like introspectively like look at yourself as a male or as a female and the way you think this movie's just kind of innocent and go lucky and it's kind of feel good to me you know it has a very it's a as a fairy tale aspect to it three and a half um, both as a movie and as a rom com that's my my final answer goodbye I think <laughs> I think talking about how you brought up kind of fairy tale. First of all, I'm giving this a three and a half. I think if anything, this is definitely, like I said, in the beginning of the episode, a different kind of feel of movie that we're used to at least this month. I think my blandness that I keep saying, the thing that I had an issue with was, I think honestly, the other two movies we've seen this thus far have been very, realistic we kept saying this is very real to us like we are relating a lot more to these movies i think this movie is very kind of like what you said like fairy tale where it's like we get it but we're not really it's not really realistic like would you actually meet your dream person at a wedding in two weeks you're going to be best friends and then marry them like it it doesn't seem that reality isn't like on the ground, really. We're kind of up in the air and we're still watching. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really grounded, which there's nothing wrong with that. I think definitely this is what Zach was saying. I think this starts this whole entire new genre of romantic comedies or it starts going into what romantic comedies were in the 90s. I think this gives a clear picture of where that campy and, and fun comes from, where it's more jokey than romantic I don't know I don't know if that makes any sense but it's definitely a different move and a different feel and I'm going to give it a three and a half uh, yeah. and the uh, three and a half too I, I was thinking about like what I said last week about like the Ted Ted stars I would probably lean more towards like I would try to bump it up more like a seven and a half um, but three and a half is fine um, I think that I really enjoy it it's like kind of what Steve says, it's like a good comfort movie. Like it was, you know, um, and I think in terms of like what we're talking about, like the 90, I feel like the rom-coms that we all grew up on, like this is what they felt like, you know, and I think this one does it successfully. Um, And, uh, but I don't think it broke the mold in any way. I don't think it did anything entirely new, you know, I don't know. Maybe it did, but uh, to me, it didn't feel like it did anything like too revolutionary. And if I'm grading it in that weird curve, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I, I, I feel like because just I made the argument earlier. I wouldn't say it did things that are new. It collected a bunch of things that already existed and created a formula that worked. Yeah, is it new? It's just it laid a groundwork. Well, I don't need, I'd have to like look at, cause this is 98. So like most of the nineties rom-coms yeah. have come, come. Oh yeah. But, uh, has a sense I, of I was cool. speaking less about like nineties rom-coms and more about like 
uh, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston were yeah. on the island and it's romance. Now there's a gun. We're going to have funny, <laughs> funny ha-has. Terry Crews? Wait, is, Nick's, there, Nick's, uh, is there a gun on Just Go With It? <laughs> I think so, actually. Um, uh, or Blended, but... 51st Dates, I feel like, is I like liked Blended. the next, the so sequel to, you know, the Barrymore mm-hmm. Sand, Adam Sandler verse. I, 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 I just keep going back to that, that it's... Um, I, like I that. think what makes this movie stand out in any way is that it, it's kind of a hidden gem in a lesser known movie. It's one of those movies that like, if you, if it's hashtag, if you know, you know, like if somebody starts quoting this movie, you know, you've, they've, they've probably seen the wedding singer 15, 20 times. That's, that, that's how I feel. At least in my personal interactions with people is like, you either meet somebody that's never seen it or somebody that really likes the movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the reason why it appeals is because it often, especially in the, the, the era we're in of, you know, we're over stimulation. We can stream almost anything. And I think people are starting to find it because I hear younger kids like talking about, you know, at work, like I've heard them talk about the wedding singer before and just recently discovering it and it feeling different than other nineties rom-coms, maybe the same formula, like, like you were talking about, but just, uh, this movie feels a little, it's a little quirky, um, which I like. But it's weird it that like kids that are like ten years younger than us look at Adam Sandler. I feel like the way we would have looked at like Chevy Chase or someone. You I know, know, like, I know. Oh god, kind of crazy. Dan Aykroyd <laughs> for sure. Um, for sure. Dude, you know what kind of blew my mind just because Zach just mentioned Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. <laughs> This whole conversation that Steve and I were having yesterday about not really being like certain movies we don't really remember um, that I like would consider I I haven't even seen. And I definitely wouldn't put this in that category because of how many times I know for a fact I've seen it. But um, I just was like on a listening to a podcast where someone mentioned that Dan Aykroyd was in the Temple of Doom. And I was like, what? Excuse me? How, how long has it been since I've seen the Temple of Dune that I wouldn't have recognized Dan Aykroyd while he was on screen? Uh, I was just like, that's blowing my mind. Well, there's this, um, if we're getting into stuff we've been watching. Um, no, we got to no, do random. We got to do random. You, well, this is the third week you did this. I was going to say structure. Even I'm aware of the structure. I'm only on this once a fucking month. I was, uh, I, I just had something to add on to what Dave said, but I'll, I'll wait. Good. Okay, oh now God. let's go into random. He seems like legit in this movie. He seems like he's, he has speaking lines. I got to watch Temple of Dune tomorrow. <laughs> Are you saying Temple of Dune or Doom? Dune, Dune, Dune. No, Temple of Doom. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm cutting out on the M very quickly because yeah. no one has time for M's. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why Denny Villanova made Dune because he wanted to make Doom. They were like, <laughs> no, also, not allowed. Yeah, I was also listening uh, to an episode we did, and I just keep saying. Uh, Bubba Fett over and over. Oh, yeah, I know <laughs> what Bubba. And I and I swear it's because I, I maybe I'm wrong. I can go back and watch this. I might be wrong, but it's the way that Han Solo says like Bubba Fett, Bubba Fett, where? And that's when he turns around and knocks him into the Sarlacc pit. And I swear he says Bubba. 
And I've always just wanted to pronounce it that way. But. I knew a boy named Bubba at one point in my life. Same. I, I, yeah. I've known two Bubbas. Did they look like a Bubba? Yeah, and guess what his father's name was? Bozo? <laughs> no, worse. It was Jug. <laughs> oh my god. And Jug imagines exactly how you think. He was six foot seven. He had a huge beat. He's huge. Like he looked like how Skeletrex, I imagine, did before he was a skeleton. Like legs the size of tree trunks. Bone crushers. Bone crushers. Yeah. Uh, I think I laughed way too hard at Jug. <laughs> I mean, it is really funny. <laughs> it really delighted me. I clapped. Yeah. Um, so random news uh, I said last week that if you guys we don't have to have a huge discussion about it but like thoughts on the Oscars um I mean my brother's very upset about Gucci I don't. Oh my I, god! I'm I don't so really happy this ignores. It's of us, a house of Gucci. <laughs> we just all doing our own weird stereotypes. I, here's the thing. I I was really excited <laughs> for Gucci, and I saw it with him, and you know he loved it. I thought it was okay. I don't think it was what it was marketing as, and uh, it it was definitely a biopic, and it just I don't know. I don't think it worked as well as they were hoping, and. I'm not shocked that it didn't get Thanks, that many rewards. You know how we, you know how we talk about movies that like that stick with me afterwards quite often. Yes. Like House of Gucci was a movie that actively unstuck to yeah. me the further I got away from it. I was like, you remember like the two st- scenes? I gave it three stars, I think, and now I'm really? like, that's got to be a two star movie. I don't, I don't remember liking anything about it to be honest. I think the sex scene was good. I liked. I liked Lady Gugger, I guess, you know. I liked Adam Driver, uh, but he was very bland. He was just a, yeah. a, a shell Everyone of a was man. Doing, and then Jared Leto was like, I'm definitely getting an Oscar for this. <laughs> just off in his own fucking weird Jared Leto world. Yeah, that he was, bothers me at this doing, point whenever I see him on screen. He's such a uh, wait, what, Steve? <laughs> no, Jared Leto. He's just uh, how, how far he's come. A slippery slope he's on. <laughs> Um, slippery slope. But did uh, you say that that, that Spider Man not getting nominated? I, I feel like uh, might have been snubbed in a couple categories. Um, I think the only and, thing oh, he got nominated not for Best Picture though, right? No, I think um, when he got nominated for uh, Best Special Effects, yeah, um, is editing. Um, uh, which looking, I was, which was, I was no, which I was surprised because I'm like that movie. I don't know. I guess just because of how. Fantastic it is, and how CGI heavy it is. The editing in that movie, I think, is yeah to be praised. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, you know, I could be just I, it could just be band bandwagoning it, and and this is something I guarantee you guys don't really care. Which I don't think uh, Raya or Encanto deserve to be in the best animated film category. And I have not watched enough to even know how to replace them, but they're not. I watched. They're not like Disney. They're not Disney like good one. Encanto was not fun. I think Encanto is great music and beautiful animation. You know what the thing is about Encanto though that none of us can speak on is that uh, 
representation. Representation yeah, of, of, of Latinas. Latinas. Yeah. And it's like we well, Colombia in general. But yeah, like, but we can't. None of us have that in our blood. So that's uh, fair. But also, like, as a movie, hard. I can still judge a movie. Yeah, you can. Like, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not it saying was good. that. I really enjoyed watching it, but I'm like, is it a best animated feature? I guarantee there's some. And you're better saying there just wasn't enough features. white people in it. <laughs> oh, of course, that was the issue I had on Kanto. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> We Man, that, that's uh, we needed I, more. I think that Disney Zach gets really nods, noms every Bruce. single year, no matter what. Like and last that's what year, me. I, I think, love Disney. Last year, I think uh, did was did Soul win? Yeah, what won last yeah, year. Yeah, Soul. 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 So I'm happy about that. Like Soul that. was good, but, but also I think Onward was also nominated. Was it? Yeah, not? but then also, what the fuck's this? I feel like they just get everything nominated every single year. The Your Name guy's second movie, I'm pretty sure, was also nominated, and that probably deserved to win, and just didn't because yeah. You're, you're saying that based on how good your name was. And you're exactly. Like, that was it, probably pretty good also. Yeah. Oh, well, I haven't seen either. <laughs> I, mean, I only, I just know, like, oh, these are probably better. That's, like, you're basically films. summing up my opinion on the uh, Best Picture nominees as well. Like, I can't think of anything that I would replace, and I've only seen what I'm saying is five and a half because I fell asleep during Doom. Doom. Wait, Doom got not, <laughs> Doom. I, I haven't. I hadn't looked until right now. It's Belfast, Coda. Yeah, don't look up. Right, yeah. Drive my car, which I have not seen. Dune, Dune King Richard, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Pizza Primarily. I, yeah. I'll tell you, Denny, Denny I don't, I don't not think Don't Look Up should be on there. I did not enjoy that movie. I yeah. think it's I, the movie I enjoyed most on the list, to be so, honest. I think really? The reason why, yeah. I think the reason I'm why you don't like it, Zach, is because you're part of the. A part of the Problem. people they're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. That's, no, I think don't look. And I love Adam McKay movies. Like, I really like Why his, his like style it? generally. Oh, like well, if you'd let me talk, Stephen, I'd uh, tell you. Um, I really like Adam McKay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was really mean. I really like, like, I love Vice. I like the big short. I like, uh, like his style of like, especially in like political storytelling. I always find it super interesting. But don't look. And like, maybe it's because of like where we are in politics, but like, the ham-fistedness he brought to this movie, I felt like did nothing but deter from anything the movie was trying to say. And it's definitely was, not reaching the people. It yeah. Reaching. It's also That's like, it, it feels pointless. Like, well, who the fuck's this movie for? Exactly. Oh, it's for it's, me. It's, it's, wow. It's adding, I already like, fucking you know, believe this. Like, what's the fuck? It's also, it's like 40 minutes too long. In my opinion, I don't particularly like anyone in it. And I like, I, I like, I don't know. I, Overall, the movie did not impress me in any way. I liked the last five minutes. That kind of surprises it. me, Zach. And I was really surprised in myself that I just no. Didn't that like movie, the movie is easily the most polarizing movie to be yeah. nominated. Uh, it is. It's, I am very my, surprised. My, my brother Matt hates that movie. He's like, Matt was so pissed about the Oscars of the nominations, and I was like. What did you want? He's like Spider Man. Like yeah. uh, he's like I mean, uh, his I got only mine. his only point that I agree. With, yeah, because he got Dune. Uh, I got the, Dune and West Side Story. The, the only thing that I agree with uh, that he said was that I, the French Dispatch should have been nominated for something. But I feel like the Oscars kind of ignore Wes Anderson quite often. Oh yeah, the, I feel like the, the Oscars are, are ignore like weird like that style of authorship yeah. i feel like. like grand budapest i think was nominated for some stuff moonrise mm -hmm. kingdom was and i think his animated have well didn't moonrise didn't moonrise one 
I don't think uh, Anderson has ever won an Oscar. Bill I, Nova I got also snubbed ha- I haven't for seen most of this these, year. but like, if, I mean, Power of the Dogs a really good movie, but if like if that's on par for Best Picture this year, I'm not excited to watch a lot of these movies. I really well, liked it, but like, I'm, I'm going to say Jack, from exactly my list, I, I, yes. I really like Power of the Dog, but I'm like that's probably going to win, and I'm like meh about. I don't want how I like, felt about Nomadland. There's the Oscars no, always uh, does this to me. Besides Parasite, Dave, did you besides watch Coda? Parasite yet? and also Shape of Water. Fuck you. No, Dave. that's another one that. I yeah, like, I know you don't hey, like it. I love hey. Shape of Water. Go die. Dave, Dude, did I you don't watch hate Coda? that movie? It's just another meh year for me. I know, for, but I don't know why that no, one I bothers me. Um, yeah, it's it's Parasite, and then you could go all the way back to No Country for Old Men, yeah. and then even well, that year, like there will be bloodshed. I've been. Dune wins. Will y'all give me five bucks? No. No. Yeah, I, actually, why? I will. I will give you a hundred dollars if Dune wins. Yeah. Oh my god! Dude. <laughs> I uh, yes. I would like yeah, for admit to that in writing. A personal. Yes, I will. A personal, like, well, I'm that confident. I don't know, man. I mean, my, my, well, like, my Fury Road year, I won like 80 bucks off Oscars that year. Fury so. Road didn't win Best Picture. It won like 13 Oscars, though. It didn't win that many, but it, it won, won a lot. I'll look it up. I was very I'm sorry, happy. I'm sorry, Stephen. Sorry. Uh, I'll be cutting you off. Go ahead, Steve. My wish list is just that uh, Will Smith will win something, um, especially for King Richard. Like, I don't know. I know he won't win Best Actor, but he did get a nomination. I want him to. And I want him to just hope. because it's – that's why I said it's my wish list because I, I, think I just – I Benedict Cumberbatch. I know. Well. I'm such a big fan. I've, I've read something similar, Dave, from what I've been reading, but um, of just like uh, theories of Oscar forecasts, what we're, what to be what to expect. But – um. I'm just such a big fan those of Will are usually Smith. Right, and Will Smith, like every now and then, I think with Pursuit of Happiness was the last time he did it. But every now and then, he takes on a serious role and he hits it out of the out of the ballpark. And like he was snubbed for Pursuit of Happiness and I, concussion. I, I don't know what he won for, but um, I just think that uh, I don't think he, what he, he was nominated for concussion. Yeah, yeah, but he was. I don't know. He Tell hasn't won. Tell the truth. He hasn't seven won, pounds? and Will, Will Smith... No, uh, he wasn't nominated for seven. Love him or hate him, he is... Ali, a, I think, was the only other one he got. Love I mean, him or no, hate never him. mind. Pursuit of Happiness. He's a he's he's one of my favorite actors of all time. Um, always will be. Because of, uh, again, what he's already done. But then I watched King Richard this year, and I was... I I, th- I really liked it. And I, I, I didn't know much about Richard Williams to begin with. I started watching stuff afterwards, but then once I watched it afterwards, I was like, man, Will Smith does knock this out of the park. Like he really, this is a very accurate representation of Richard Williams. And I don't know. It's a, it's a display of, I think, I think stellar acting by Will Smith, but anyway, I don't think he's going to win, unfortunately, but I just keep hoping I want Will Smith to win an Oscar. What is projected to win best picture? I haven't been paying attention. I I think it's Power of the Dog. Yeah, Power of Which, the Dog. Which, if it wins, I'm actually going to be upset. And I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't read like Oscar stuff saying that, but I've been reading so many other award stuff for the past few months that have been like Power of the Dog is going to be it. I don't know if it's even one other stuff. I don't know what it's won, but I feel like it is leading because uh, Rotten Tomatoes shows the. Uh, Award seasons leaders by like a chart every now and then. Mm-hmm. And I think Power anybody, of the Dog has the most. Anybody watch? Because right uh, I got news renewal for nothing, some news for you. Peacemaker 2 
Oh yeah, has been announced. Yeah, uh, second season. So happy. Did you guys finish it? No, I've only seen yes. the first two episodes. Oh yes, yes Dave. My God yes. Almighty, that that plus. last episode. Disney Plus on us. Oh yeah, my little, gosh. Okay, so spoiler uh, alert. No. Wait, oh, Zach hasn't seen it. Don't, yeah, don't spoil it. Yeah, yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, so I will say, I, could I just say this it, broadly without, like, Eddie, there, I feel like stuff from this episode is going to be a meme. For ages. About about DC movies that are coming this year. Which one, like, whether this one wins or that one wins. Yes. Because yeah, there's two movies that but, are coming this year, if you know what I mean. I can but, just uh, confidently say that that uh, I love what James Gunn is I love what James Gunn is doing. I really yes, do. Me too. And I'm all on board for it. And I think it's, you know, people have been hating on the DCU, but it's like the last three or four movies we have gotten. I mean, with the exclusion of Wonder Woman 2, I think like we're trending upwards. The Suicide Squad, the Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. I liked Birds of Prey. Shazam wasn't bad. Like we're trending up. movies upwards. are, but it's just like we're everything that you're upwards. hearing happening behind the scenes at Warner Brothers. Yeah. And I know, movie, I know. Like always it makes you feel like they're no not. Confidence. Well, yes. well, well, I know, but I know. I agree, Steve. We have been on an upward, besides that big hell of a speed. Yeah. Called Wonder Woman too, but I still have <laughs> no confidence in them because I just never hear anything that makes me feel like oh they well, know what they're doing. Well, what in, I, what I said, weird... it's not their fault necessarily because it's like DC yeah. is uh, DC is under the hold on DC is under the umbrella of Warner Brothers. DC does not have the luxury of making movies out of DC Studios, where mm -hmm. Marvel is literally making movies. Out of Marvel Studios, yeah, and they are under the Disney. umbrella of Disney. Yeah, you're right, but I mean, like, how many movies did they come out with before they were under that umbrella? They still have Three, their own they were, studio. They, they we were don't under have different umbrellas. We, we don't. We don't. Columbia or Universal. Warner, I think or, Warner Brothers is a little bit more. I think you can tell from the Warner track Brothers history, is a bit scummier. from the from the from the, tr the just the track history that. Warner Brothers is a bit Whoever of more grip the on the DC. Whoever has the characters has the control. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. I think Warner Brothers is a little stingier than Disney is. I think I, that they're, they're, and they, stingier, and, they're and, more like, and they maybe don't have the the best vision in mind. They need somebody to to headline it. Well, and you, I think the Zack Snyder tried. That didn't it's work just out. crazy. It, again, we we won't get into it, but you guys will know what I'm saying. Mm. The 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 ambivalence the uh, peacemakers seem to have for, for five minutes. No, because no. I don't want to tell people to skip ahead. Yeah, have, no, no, it's, if we were just maybe at the last five minutes of the podcast, we can just be like, ah, oh, this happened. But but I'm saying like, peacemakers seem to have a like ambivalence towards the rest of the DCEU. Like with certain dialogue, you're like, wow. Yeah. It doesn't feel like these are in the same world because of the way that they're saying things, you know, like whether they're making fun of other heroes that we know exist and saying like crazy shit about their lives because it, it feels more like um, watching like Doom Patrol or the Harley Quinn show where they can be really vulgar and mess around with the fact that like oh, we can say this about Batman because this is our own show, but these are the main characters. So Batman can be like a fart doo-doo head or whatever, you know? Like, I'm, I'm all for it, though. And that's I'm how Peacemaker vibes going. have been. But then, you know, like... Whatever they're doing going forward, then, if, this is, <laughs> if, if this is to indicate, I'm, all, I'm, on, I'm on board. I'm on board. Yeah. I'm on board, but 
I I will be This year's going to be interesting. Yes. Yes. We have The Flash, Aquaman 2, Batman. I mean Adam, Batman's not a part of the Black greater Adam. DCU. Black Adam. Black, Black Adam. Adam. Which I don't know how to feel about that. I'm yeah. excited for all four. I, I liked seeing Dr. Fate in a, a, a he looked cool. Here's Brosnan. Yeah. That's right, how I so, feel. So what do we what do, what do, what do you, um what do you any, No, any predictions? Any predictions? Uh, Zach, for what? For what? Zach, you know Dr. Fate. Any predictions about what's going to happen in Black Adam? We have, um, we have our gonna, first imagery of Hawkman, by the way. I th- I that think, was cool, too. I think they're going to use Dr. Fate to set up Satana. That's it. Like, I, I don't think he's going to be, because they can't use him that much, because he's it's kind of like fucking Vision, where it's like he's just too strong. He's OP, so yeah, I feel like they, yeah. they use him... They use him to bring Zatanna in, and then he's a side character. But so is Black Adam, to be honest. Black Adam's yeah, a little, but a little it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, so he's going to be in every fucking movie they ever make for the rest of the time. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! Can you can you see my screen? Yeah. I just, yeah. I bookmarked this, but yeah. it was like these are four different. Yeah, dude, movies. That's uh, that's Rampage, yeah. Jumanji, um, like. But uh, I was I was just looking at. I guess we cover the Peacemaker. Last of Us was pushed back. We don't have to talk about that. Ryan Ryan Reynolds promises he's not in dead in multiverse, in multiverse of madness. Yeah. How do you feel about the Lord of the Rings trailer, Dave? Dude, the multiverse of madness trailer. I feel like oh, I, I don't oh, feel well, anything towards. I don't feel anything towards the Lord of the Rings trailer. Same here, honest. and everyone's yeah. really mad yeah. about it. And I don't yeah. get it. I, I don't have, understand. I have, I have extreme lack of feelings towards. I'm that just trailer. like CGI water. Cool. I, I it looks kind of glossy. Real. It's yeah. real. By the way. I I don't I don't know. It's Chase and I watched a video have, on it. I have my good Lord of the Rings. So if it's bad, it's bad. Exactly. Um, what are you saying, Steve? Multiverse of Madness trailer was fucking Multiverse crazy. Multiverse of Madness trailer looks wild. I'm very I'm excited. I'm really, really hyped excited for this. For that. That, I know I wasn't as excited as I thought I was going to be. And after yes. watching this trailer, I've decided I, one, will never watch the trailer again. Yes, and I'm not two, will not will not watch another trailer. I can't watch about it over movie. and over Me again. Me too. I I do, but it. They were willing to reveal the thing that was, we can talk about yeah, it. It's a trailer. Tracks. No spoilers. Yeah. Unless they were, they're pulling a fucking boner joke on us again (laughs) from like just having someone we know, like Patrick Stewart, just play like, I'm actually the wizard in this movie. Look at me. I'm Patrick Stewart. Like, but he's obviously some sort of Illuminati Professor X. If they're willing to reveal that in this trailer, what the fucking crazy conspiracies on all the people in this movie begin? I agree. I'm a hard all in. I've been hearing Nick Cage as Ghost Rider. I made jokes with Chase that that there's. I made Dave joke with the two, but there's there's 150 cameos in this movie. Everybody we've ever known is going to be every X Man. Every old Fox Marvel movie, every Fox old Alec character. Baldwin's coming back as Daredevil. Every I thought for a second when I read the Deadpool, uh, the Ryan Reynolds thing, I was like, the only time I will let, like, I would be okay with, like, like seeing Deadpool, seeing Deadpool in the MCU is if, like, because I... I was listening to a podcast that just like every single time a huge Marvel trailer comes out, they break down the podcast. And someone said they saw like an animated segment in 
like one of the sequences where you can see a frame. And I was like, shit, they're going to go there in this movie. And I was like, I guess if we're doing like crazy reality, alternate dimension stuff, like, is that how they're going to like, they walked into a Deadpool world where you break the fourth wall. Or is it going to be the nineties X-Men show? And that's how they kind of, uh, that's how they're just kind of like, we're going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but I also wouldn't, I I don't want that to happen, but it would be the only time I guess I'd accept it. But I just, I'm all pumped for Sam Raimi, like directing. Sam. It looks, yes. Remember when they first announced it, they were like, this is the MCU's first horror movie. I feel like they've really steered away from that now. Mm -hmm. I don't hear that as much. No, I think, uh, I think it's still going to be kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, about news again. The big, the big news oh. is that uh, Kevin Feige has doubled down on his statements that there are no future plans for an Avengers, Avengers movie. Yes. So I didn't are, see that. Yeah, that came I out today. He doubled down. No, today is the second time he, he said did, it. Okay. He said it yesterday, and then he doubled down today because <laughs> a reporter asked him at a press junket to clarify, and he said... He said, we have a lot of characters, like, <laughs> sorry, I'm paraphrasing, Jesus but we have a lot of characters that we're introducing. We have a lot of movies lined up over the next, like, five years, whatever he said. We have no plans for another Avengers movie. Let me, uh, let me double down on that. I thought, didn't he and say, didn't he say Endgame was the last? Yeah, he's like, Endgame, he, he, he reiterated, because in the first interview he said, Endgame was the final Avengers movie. It was the end of the Infinity Saga. And then he doubled down today by saying, uh, there are no plans for future Avengers movies. No team um, interesting. Up. So it's like, I mean, but I'm okay with that. But I think that the people like maybe Dave's brother, I know you said that he like, you're like, he's, he's always, always waiting, waiting for, for the, the next, next big Avengers. Avengers. I think that some people might be a little let down, but let's be honest, no matter what Disney plus throws at us, whether it be Star <laughs> Wars or Marvel, like I'm serious. Like I, I, I trust, I trust Kevin Feige, whatever he's got planned. We might get like, and what he's saying by Avengers, we might get like a young Avengers or a dark Avengers. And yes. that's not necessarily. The Avengers as we know it. The Avengers yeah. as we know We're going to get team up movies. Yeah, like yeah. Every yeah. movie is a and goddamn team up movie. Been. Every like, movie has yeah. 35 actors. Multiverse well, well, Madness is a team up movie, whether we know it or not yet. You're still so, going to see Scarlet Witch. You're going to see a lot of other characters. I think like people like my brother were like pretty like disheartened by this like past year because we got three movies in a row that weren't wait three right yeah yeah it was like shang chi eternals and black widow that weren't like massive massive mcu movies yeah. and he's feeling like uh whatever but then a spider-man rolls along and that's like feels like an end game level movie and i think maybe that's the future now if it's a origin story solo movie it might feel a little bit duller but it's like how do they get around that it can't instead of introducing characters in other people's movies but it's Mm -hmm. just like you have to give an origin story so it's going to be a little bit lamer than like dr strange 2 you You know you did give an origin story to spider-man well this is the origin story It's it's We've more seen like it. yeah. Okay, it's more, Zach, but not, is that an excuse? Like you're gonna break the yes, formula? It is. Yes, they're not but introducing another Spider-Man. The fact is that we, I, because because in, in the third Spider-Man movie, they were able to pull two. If, all right, so like, why not? Let's, let's say so, let's say you're a random person who woke up one day and watched 
Spider-Man Homecoming, Far From Home, uh, No Way Home. And they threw those two Spider-Mans at you. You'd be like, who the fuck are these guys? I guess they're Spider-Man. But the fact that I like know exactly who they are means I do not yes. need to see a Spider-Man it's origin story It's not like the Eternals, who most people have not heard of the Eternals, you know? Like, or I would like, argue, I would, I mean, I don't Shang-Chi, you know, it's not like Spider-Man that's been done a bunch of times, like... Well, that begs the like, question. That's what why the big I'm curious what they're going to do with the X-Men. X-Men is what I was going to say. That's what I was going But they haven't done a good Fantastic Four yet, so it's not even like, you know, like... I don't think that we need to like stretch our minds to hope for a really awesome Fantastic Four movie. Um, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. No, I agree. It's not. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We'll Exciting trailer we'll indeed. Um, well, what have you guys been watching? Um, I've been watching a lot. Um, Chase got me to watch a couple Bollywoods. I did. I one did. of which was called Om Shanti Om, and the other one was mm. Rob Nebana de Jodi. Rob Nebana de Jodi. Which one was your favorite? Uh, Om Shanti Om. That's what I thought. Uh, and I, I have the same, uh, I, I think I said it to everybody. Um, my only complaint, but all of them, both of them, both of them, good movies. Three Idiots was my favorite. Okay. Of the three you've shown. Something me. wrong with that? Um, these two, uh, my only complaints about them, I said, I said they both feel thirty minutes too long, and you even agreed after the afterwards that there are scenes in Bollywood movies that just seem like they don't need. Why are they here? They don't need. Like, them. what is the purpose of this scene? And Chase has seen these movies more than I have, and agreed. And my, because on my first viewing, I was just like, there's just some scenes I'm like, you could do without. And then there's, I guess it's weird because you have to be okay with the fact that like in Bollywood movies there's at least three or four times in the movie that they're going to break out in song and dance, but it's not a musical. So it's weird. It's like, it's like, Oh, like everything is supposed to be like based in reality. And then all of a sudden you're pulled out of that into this fantasy world where everyone's dancing, knows the same words to all this same song and is all like, he's changing outfits and he's spinning around. It's on supposed to be kind of like in, in their mind. Hands. I get it. Yes. Yeah. But uh, that and then the, I, uh, I, uh, there's a lot of exposition, which is like, uh, I guess the best way I could describe it is a character is looking at a woman that, that, you know, the love interest of the movie. And he's just sitting there looking at it and it's it's framed perfectly. And then all of a sudden you have a voiceover of that character saying, and she was the most beautiful woman that I'd ever seen. A woman that would make me do something I'd never done before to reach for true love or whatever. And it's like, we don't need that. Like I see that you don't have to tell me that. But, um, other than that, really, really good movies. They're just, uh, I guess like it's a blind spot for me. Like I haven't seen a lot of Bollywood movies. So they're like, they feel so foreign to me, even though I've seen foreign movies from other, you know, regions, but that, uh, Bollywood in particular just seems so foreign to me. And, uh, those are my only problems with them. Uh, which Same. is just a, the only one I've ever seen is Three Idiots for when we watch it together. Yeah, I've seen very large chunks of Om Shanti Om, and I, I I can see what you're saying. It's it's interesting. I, I feel like oddly it's just enough, a different like, style. It's a different flavor. Like, you know, it's, it's it's almost Broadway in a way. It's like kind I think of. It's, yeah. yeah, it's so tough for me that like almost an entire genre or country has like an element of movies I hate the most, which is singing and dancing, you know, like, and it's like, I want to get into like, I love foreign movies and I'm just like, ah, oh, God, you know, I just, 
The best way how I see it is like it's more of like a soap opera movie. Like most of the films that I've seen, it sounds weird. But well, like, it's like not the best way to sell me on it. I mean, I guess. La- I mean, I'm not trying to sell you on it. La- I'm trying to just yeah. explain it. La La Land feels like. Would you agree, Chase? La La Land feels like an American Bollywood movie. Kind it's of. It's like what a Bollywood movie yeah. would be like if it was an Americanized. You know, in La La Land, where of, it's just like randomly. Yeah, like just, that, that's kind of like that. La La yeah. Land has a lot more of that in the movie. They than, do. They do. Than, so it does feel more like a musical. Yes. But I, I'm mm-hmm. like with the bright colors and the and the choreography and just the camera movement from La La Land reminded me a lot of like the big open floor dance sequences in these Bollywood films. Yes. Both of them. I was like, this reminds me of like, it's very, it just feels very Hollywood Western, but, uh, their, their version Bollywood. of Bollywood. Exactly. Yeah. Their version of it. Um, but yeah, I, I recommend them to, to, to everybody who's a fan of film. It's just, uh, for me, both of them are, were hard watches. They're like, they're long. Yeah, they're that's long. also long. <laughs> they're long. They feel long. They're two hours and 48 minutes, but like they feel long. Like it's it's a lot of long takes, a lot of like long dance sequences, a lot of uh, scenes where you you don't necessarily know what's going on and then scenes where they flood you with knowledge. So I don't know. It's a different experience, Bollywood films. But go ahead, Chase. What have you been watching? Uh, last night you and I watched uh, Nick of Time, which that was awesome. If you guys have not seen that, recommend movie, that movie. Holy shit! I, I feel like I've heard it's, of that. Ninety five. It's ahead, Johnny Chase. Depp and Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken was like the angel of death of that movie. Yeah, the he whole just shows point, up everywhere. The whole it's point great. of the movie uh, is Johnny Depp is going to L.A. to pick up his kid, whose his ex wife died. Yeah, and they're trying to move back and they're stopped by Christopher Walken and a few other people and they're kidnapped his daughter and says, you have to kill someone they in the pull next him into a hour van and lock, lock the door. They're like, they hand him a gun and they're like, you have to kill Ella Gardner. You have to kill the governor. one thirty, or we're going to kill <laughs> your wife. That yes. sounds amazing. And, and it's literally, you're watching daughter. him throughout the yeah, whole same. Time Shit, to, like right, there's no time. It's real job. time. It's real time. So once he says the time, once he says you have an hour, set your watch because like as you're watching the movie, the movie has like an hour, hour and two minutes left. And it's Jesus it's in Christ! Real time. It really does sound like my house is gonna break. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and then every time you think that Johnny Depp is like he sees a cop or like he sees a way he can get out of the situation, Christopher Walken appears out of nowhere, and it's comical <laughs> and it's both Dude, comical it's and terrifying. But it's just Nick, like, what are you thinking? I'm going to kill your daughter. Yeah, Nick of Time. N-I-C-K of Time, 1995. Okay. Depp, it's, on, it's on Prime. Definitely watch it. Uh, yeah, we, we thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, we watched the trailer that we were like, yeah, let's 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 dive into this movie. Was it a 90s trailer? Yeah. yeah. yeah was, Actually, yeah. the trailer the looks man's awesome. Just, watch just, the trailer. The trailer was the thing that sold it for us. Yeah, okay. I mean, but I mean, um, but other than that, I've been watching Peacemaker, which was awesome. Uh, I was gonna watch South Park tonight. There was something I also started, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, we went to go see Uncharted today, which I know Dave, oh, yeah. you saw Uncharted yeah, as well. We all saw Uncharted today, except for Zach. Zach. Hey, shut up. But uh, I will tell you right now, I somewhat enjoyed. Enjo- it was it was a fun movie. 
It was fun. That's that's the best I, way I'm gonna say it. it was fun. Eric asked me about it earlier. I said the same thing. I was like, I was like, it, it was. Uh, it didn't break the mold. It was safe. It didn't do anything that like extraordinary. But it like it gave me enough of that type of movie I miss, which is like Raiders of the Lost Puzzle, yeah. Lost Ark, the Mummy, Treasure Hunt, yeah. Yeah, Treasure Hunt, National Treasure, a Treasure Hunt movie. It 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 Sahara. It, it, Sahara, Sahara, Tomb Raider. You know, there was we had a slew of them. Um, some some good, some not so good. But I do like that little that that little subgenre of like treasure hunting movies. And I, and I I agree, it had enough like they're fun. It, it, this movie had enough like wow moments, and I loved Holland and Wahlberg enough Same. to like carry. The I thought Holland was incredible. Yeah, and running I mean, laps around Wahlberg, who yeah. was like. Just woke up before every scene he did. He was like, right. "Huh? Oh, I'm doing this now." Right. Okay. And maybe, and maybe he was sleeping with his eyes open during a lot of the scenes. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with Chase. It was, it was enjoyable. Like, it's like, is it, is it, uh, is it going to knock your socks off? Is he going to win any Oscars? No. Um, is it revolutionary? The, the sequel no. probably be even crazier. But it's fun. It's, it it's is entertaining. Fun. Yeah. Uh, I will say our theater experience was a little weird. Uh, we walked in and I'm not joking. The lights were all on and there was already like what? 10, yeah, 15 uh, people and no sound, no sound. Yeah. No, no audio. In a quiet theater. <laughs> the, the screen was still off. How early were you? Like two five, minutes. Two, two, five minutes early. Maybe yeah. before the show time. Before the show time. Before. But yes. it, it, we waited but 10 just, minutes. There and was, it was no, still, pre- yeah, it wasn't until like our showing was. thing happened to me. When our I showing was at story. four o'clock. I had to leave the theater and go talk to the guy and be like, yo man, it was there's weird. no sound. Were one of you, you guys like, with me? What? And that happened in another movie? I don't know. It's, no, it's, just, it's definitely it's, like it's weird. Yeah, but it's movie like, started and got like five minutes in with no sound, and someone's like, "Oh, we gotta get." Oh well, here's the thing: the screen this. wasn't even on, guys. I'm I'm not joking. Oh, well, it was, it was just, just silence. It was like the lights were up. Literally, and the was theater eerie. was so was like, goddamn quiet. And nobody was no one that. wanted to move or talk or do anything. It was very uncomfortable. Just like the dead don't die. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. It was very the dead don't die. But those were zombies. Yeah. I don't know. Like I it was, was a hive mind of like a producer from that movie was watching that screening, <laughs> and he was like, "Now everyone laughed, ha ha!" ha, ha. Except for those two, yeah, two. They're like, "Who are those men. two men in Who the back? Are Why aren't they laughing at ha, every ha, line?" Ha. They were supposed to see Brightburn. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Which I still never saw. Uh, yeah, same. Every now and then, I'm about to click on Brightburn, and, and you're like, like nah. "No, it's probably bad. Like the dead don't die." <laughs> Uh, yeah. But that's pretty much all I've done. I really haven't watched. I've I've been trying to keep up on my list. I will say I'm shocked that I'm ahead of Dave. I'm I'm only very three movies as we speak right now. Three movies behind for the. Are year. you still doing it again, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying. I guess you could say. Um, but I well this this like past few days I've been adding. I've been knocking some off. Um, I decided that I'm gonna turn away from television for a bit and start watching more movies again. Um, I watched, I finished that movie. I want you back. Um, yeah, I did too. Oh, how was uh, that? I really want to, I really want to watch it. I thought it was that. decent. Like it's again, not breaking the mold or anything. How's the, uh, it is the first rom-com. Is this a spoiler? If I say this, I don't uh, know. Is, uh, uh, first, uh, no, no, no. 
maybe. No? It is. I know All you're right. going to say the... Yeah. My review. Did you read my review? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I've never seen a rom com that did that before. But um, I, I don't know. I one strange thing about that movie that I guess is is learned from you know a couple decades of like having that cliche is I actually think that there there are significant others like the exes in that movie are enjoyable people. Like I really enjoyed Scott Eastwood. Um, yeah, well, he's just what's so, the, what's he's the main just so girl's damn name? charming, isn't he? Um, that actress, Jenny Slate. Yeah. Jenny Slate, yes, Charlie I, I, Day. I, 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 yeah, she's so good in Joe Para. Yeah, I really and, like. Jenny I've been Slate. wait. I've been. I was so excited to see her in something. I just haven't gone around to watching the actual movie itself. I'll watch uh, anything. With they're Charlie good Day. together. Anything with Charlie, I watch. But oh, oh, um, and then I watched after that. I watched Escape Room Two. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that. I want to watch. I tried to get Chase to watch the first one. I want to watch. I said it. I, I really like the first one. I like the whole escape through yeah. world. To be honest, uh, I'm really interested because I know there's two different version of Escape Room Two that are like kind of wildly different. There's the director's cut and then the other one. Um, and um, God, I've, I've I've watched like quite a few. Kimmy, the new Steven Soderbergh. Oh, yeah. I want to see that. that. I want to see yeah. that. Good. Uh, I mean, Steven Soderbergh's just a fucking master. Like, you know, directing one or two movies a year does that to you. But uh, I think this movie in anyone else's hand could have been a stupid, cheesy movie. Um, I mean, it has its moments where you can kind of stretch believability of stuff. But for the most part, it's super well done and, you know, at the hand of a master craftsman. So, um and I really like Zoe Kravitz and she was good. Um, yeah. I and forgot then, to say, I've been watching, uh, I just watched the first episode of, uh, servants on Apple TV. Yeah. Uh, my friend keeps telling that. me to watch servants. It's, M. Night it's good so far. Like, I still don't it's have ben an Stiller. Apple TV password. I'll give it to oh, my oh, good friends. Right. <laughs> I'll I give it to you. Passwords too. <laughs> I have nobody's passwords, but my own. Yeah, shut up, David. That's not true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I have Steve's Paramount Plus passwords. Uh, Sorry. Do you have my, you, I think you, you have my Discovery take, Plus. You can take one of mine. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know, I, Dave. You know, you know, yeah, I like, it's almost like I tell you every time. I'm like, I never use my Paramount Plus. I'm like, it's good, Dave. I, I know it. I'm the so only so one somebody, is somebody using, using it that I'm paying for. Yeah. I never click on your dad's oh, profile, so I don't know. But I'm I click sure on your that. profile I'm every not, time. Not, Dave, you got to watch the newest season of Survivor because it was the best season of Survivor in like decades. Really? Like I straight up. It was an amazing season and I oh, loved I watched, it to death. I watched, I wanted to mention this, I watched Okja, which did for me um, Ooh, like, yeah. similarly to what Food Incorporated did, which if anybody, if anybody has seen that documentary, it'll, if you're not vegan because of that documentary, there's a high percentage of a chance that mm-hmm. it'll make you consider it. Uh, Ocha did the same thing. Good movie. Really, really. I'm always uh, trying to tell people to watch Ocha. Really, really. um, There was parts where I was like, I forgave the overacting. It's like Tilda Swinton. Jake Gyllenhaal is like big in that movie. Tilda Tilda Swinton's kind of overacting. Jake Gyllenhaal's kind of overacting. They're beating the river of of ham, as you can say. And it's like, uh, Dave, it's the second time I've watched a Bong Joon-ho movie where I didn't mind that the CGI isn't perfect. 
Yeah, and it's like I mean, Ocha's it's not earlier Netflix, but I think yeah. Ocha looks kind of beautiful. Looks better than the host. I, I, it does, but it looks better yes. than the host. But it's a, again, it's a Bong Joon Ho with a animated main character or a very important character, which is a yeah. beast of some sort. And it's like, uh, I don't know. Sometimes in movies like that, it can be jarring. But some of those scenes look incredible, though. Yeah, like the they mall really sequence, do. It, oh like, my gosh, the mall sequence, good. Like, well, and, and I don't know that movie. Um, that movie's tense, like especially when she breaks the emotional. Win- I cry bre- at the yeah. end every time. When she breaks the window too, it's one of my favorite scenes. Ultra! When I, she uh, uh, when she runs and slams her body into the, uh, the yeah. barrier, and then it, it just sits there and everything's rumbling, and then it shatters. Oh, but there's a lot of there's a lot of great scenes. Really enjoyed Ocha. I was, really enjoyed that movie. I was uh, I was there when they shot the Broadway scene. Chase is in the parade. The parade. Chase in the parade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big kind of the almost the finale. Of it's the pretty much pretty the finale. Much, yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But um, um, Zach, what are you watching? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. My fucking work texted me. Fucking horse shit. Um, <laughs> I've been I've been on a big show binge. I've, I've I mean I was ranting about it earlier before we started, but Smiling Friends I've watched like three times now because like I just what is show? It's a uh, it's, it's an, an animated it's it's a like Adult Swim comedy yeah. show on uh hbo max but it's uh like um old newgrounds animators like from like the original of like animated creatives on the internet like and uh-huh. they that like absurdist comedy that like spawned from there and i feel like that's what i grew up with is that comedy and it's like influenced so much of what i like and mm-hmm. zach hadel the uh one of the leads on smiling friends is like someone I followed since I was like 10 years old. And I first saw Leo and Satan. So like seeing this show is like, so refreshing. Leo and Satan. Yes. You know what Leo and Satan is? Yes. Oh my gosh. That's OG new ground. Satan's got a little little bit more cushion for the pushing. Yeah, this I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you've never heard of Leo and say it's Zach, you know, people, that is like, that's uh that is something I have in my back pocket for anybody that's ever like, give me a weird YouTube series. Yeah. And I'll be like Leo and Satan. That, and that's Watch Chris O'Neill and Zach and, and Zach Hadel. And that's and, the and people prime, who made the show. Yeah, it's prime. Well, like Zach, Zach, yeah, Zach Hadel. I love it. It's hilarious. You, you need to watch Smiling Friends then, Stephen. Because like, watch Smiling Friends. It's now that so, if it's Leo and it's Satan, so funny. Well, it's, it's half Leo and Satan. It's Zach Hadel. Chris O'Neill does some animation on it, but they tried this. They tried to get a show started in like tw- 2012 called Hellbenders that just got canned because they didn't know how to write it a show. It reminds me of like Happy Tree Friends, where it's just like dark, messed up. Yeah, it's like kind of. Yeah. Well, Leo but, and yeah, Satan so, is definitely like that, where it's just yeah, like, a bit more. Smiling Friends is definitely a bit more absurdist and dry, and I really it, it's great right, though. I, yeah. I I'd highly recommend. I watched all of Euphoria, so I'm caught up on that. Great yeah, show, really enjoying it. I, I feel like I need really, to see really that. like it. I, I I like put it off for a while. I'm glad I'm is finally it, doing is it. Is it over this season? Um, no, I think there's two more episodes. I'm like, I I I got up to episode five in season two, which is the episode everyone's like, it's crazy. I was like, oh, that was good. And they're probably going to get it. That's one of the best feelings um, when you binge a show and, and you catch up. up to like. The last two episodes of it airing, so you didn't deal with the, but you, now you're involved with the hype of like the finale and stuff. See, but it's like one of the greatest. Things. I kind of I because I I then I'm so used to waiting. I always catch up to like two or three weeks before the end, and then I'm like, time to wait again, <laughs> and then I just sit there again for another three weeks. I'm like I don't yeah. care. 
But you I, don't, I, and you won't nope. watch them. I don't. I don't. I, I've done that before. I, I know what you're talking about. Like I'd say, the last year I've gotten really good at disconnect. I've disconnected myself from reviews and like review outlets to the point where they don't even show up in my like feeds. Yeah. So I just am so disconnected from everything that I'm able to just enjoy them on my own time, which uh-huh. is which brings me to the third thing I've been watching is I like finally watching attack on Titan all the way through. I watched the first season of that when that came out in like 2015. And then I was like, I'm going to wait until it's over and it's finally almost over. So I'm fucking making my way through. Don't you have like several, like you have almost like 10 seasons. No, four. it's 90 episodes overall. But have you heard of the expanse? Yeah. It just seems I like see uh, I, I there's a podcast I listen to, like the British one, the Empire yeah. Magazine one, where the guy on it talks about the expanse so passionately. The only thing I could ever compare it to is you talking about Battlestar. And Do you I'm know like, who writes the I, expanse? No, Roger Moore. It's oh, the shit, guy dude. who writes fucking Battlestar Galactica. It is why uh, I want to watch that show. Roger so Moore. Yeah. I'm like, I want Zach to come. I was like waiting for the day where you're just like, have you seen The Expanse? You Man. need to watch all of these because I think it just. Yeah. What's it on? Is it on Apple or Prime? I think it's a Prime show. Okay. I think uh, it is it's, Prime. It's a show I've been waiting to watch until it's over because I know I'm going to become obsessed with it because it's. Yeah. Ronald Moore and I'm like ooh sci-fi written by Battlestar Man must yeah. see so I'm very excited to watch that at some point that, that'll probably be when I because I have I have 60 something episodes of Attack on Titan to get through which is like I like having that much of a show to watch because I'm like this is my life for a little bit now is I can just watch this show endlessly until it's over well do you know what show that just came back that I totally forgot about that we watched was uh uh, fuck, uh, raised raised by, wolves. by wolves. Yeah, no. Which I want to know that, if that, any of you guys I, are I interested watch in watching that it. Shit. I'm have very. You been interested. watching it, Chase? No, I'm, I was gonna start okay. it, but I wanted to know. I'm if so you guys intimidated were. by it because I don't remember. It's, it's I, I week by Zach, week I, again. So I I'm watched like, like I watched like a 20 minute, 25 minute YouTube recap of season one, and I was just like, what? watch Dave. You know that I just couldn't remember anything. You know all Shift X, the guy that we watched for no Game way of stuff. He has he, he has, has raised by wolves. Watch his raised by wolves oh, stuff. Wow. No, I I watched like I didn't even watch a trailer. I saw like a TV spot where they were like this season on Raised by Wolves, and I saw like a Coliseum fight. It looks and, like, like a lot bigger snakes, and I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna wait till it's done so I can binge this and not go crazy. Yeah, we're that's, probably getting close, right? Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think it's I, like I, I want to say there's four more weeks. Is my guess? Yeah, I'm thinking like about a month left. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give it until you? three more episodes, and then I'm gonna start. Yeah. I'm bummed that Peacemaker is done because I only have a. I guess I'm watching Pam and Tommy and uh, After Party week to week. You guys, did you guys catch up on? Or no, I need to still. I need to finish the first episode. Wait for Chase. You don't have to wait for me if you don't want to. Don't wait. Don't wait for Chase. See, he says, "Don't wait for me." Chase said he was in the middle of the first episode last week. So wait, that was not that long. That was Monday. (laughs) Because it was like, yeah, (laughs) or that was Sunday night. I'm like, it's been a week, Chase. No, no, Saturday night. I don't know what night. It was. It was sometime this week. Already. It was Saturday oh. night. All right, fellas. How do you feel? I feel pretty good. How are you guys <laughs> feeling? <laughs> pretty good. I feel good. I am on hour forty-two of no sleep. No sleep. Why? Stupidity. 
is the only reason. I just was up. I I like was up until like three or four last night and then it hit. I was in bed until like six, but it hit six and I hadn't fallen asleep yet. And I was like, it's better. It's better if I just don't do it. So I just got up and I was like, I am awake now. And then I like existed, existed. And then I was like, fuck, it's like 11. I work in three hours. Uh, I guess I'm just going to go to work. And then I went to work and like now I'm doing this. And I'm like, man, it's been a long time since I had a sleep. So you're saying that happened to you the night before last? No, last night. Oh, because the night before last night, I experienced the exact same thing. I stayed up way too late, had to get up for work at eight or like had to be at work at eight and uh, stayed up the entire night just laying there. Didn't fall like and six o'clock came and I did the opposite decision. I was I thought for a minute, like, just get up, like give up on the the concept of sleep mm-hmm. at this point. And instead, I fucking fell into a great deep sleep for one Dude, I'm hour. telling you, it, it's, it's... And then woke it's, up and was like, all right, I gotta get to work. I've done this so many times. It's so worth it. You just have to get the hours of 6 a.m. to noon are the hardest. Once you're past there, you're fine. Unless from the hours of 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., you sit down on a couch. Because then you're going to fall asleep. And then then you're fucked. But, you know. Yeah, my, yeah. my, uh, my Sunday shift from last, yeah. last recording day was not fun. I imagine, dude. Yeah. It was it was rough. I was it was very very rough. Dude, all I was thinking my entire shift was like, man, you guys have an Instagram. What yeah, is Zach five dollars. Yes, uh, Zach. <laughs> no, I, you fucker. No, 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 no. You no, no, no. I stayed quiet. No, Zach. I stayed quiet. I stayed quiet. You started talking. Yeah, we thirty seconds left when you started no, talking. Fucking, no, I know it's no. fucking bullshit. But if I would have been talking about my sleep, it would have fucking happened. We said if we were getting close to wrapping, I, I won. No, it's you, it's once the words. Once once the words. I was. I was. Once the words. Once now. Once the words. No, 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 no. We agreed. We shook. We said once the words we have a podcast, but we also have a Instagram. That was our that no, was our dead on. No, that was that our deadline. Like there's no 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 you stupid shit. No so fucking no. what we said what we agreed upon was the fact that if we were getting towards the end of of it not yeah what I agreed on with you you can't deny this is that if we were in the still the middle of random. No, I said if we're mark. still Zach, in the, the top. No, Zach, I said if I said Zach. If I said I would give you a thousand dollars if Tune won Best Picture, but you only had to give me a hundred in that case. If you were wrong, would you do that? <laughs> I'll do ten and I'll do ten and a hundred. Oh my god! All right, ten and a hundred. I guess. Yeah, I'll do ten. Uh, it's not as exciting. Yeah, but. it's not as exciting. But yeah, I'll do ten and a hundred. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I don't we, think I would have done the thousand dollars either, but I, you know, it was, <laughs> no, if you, if Dune won, I would have had to do it, but I don't think I would have made that bet. Uh, yeah, no, I'll do. I'll do ten hundred. All right, I'm down for that. We have a we have an Instagram. You can go check this out at uh, Podcorn and a Movie, where we post or we try to post um, posters and schedules and. What other stuff? Uh, sorry, Sally's and all that cool stuff. Sorry, Sally. Maybe we could do a little. Maybe, maybe we could post a little uh, a survey or something. Uh, maybe. maybe, yeah. We could do that. Why not? Talk. 
Yeah. Um, what kind of survey? Like you mean? Uh, somebody vote on. We could have. We could have the. Uh, we I still haven't have... even put the hairy vents out. I I, <laughs> I, I told uh, Steve that today. I was like, I don't think. Oh my god. Steve. Yeah, guys. We could have somebody. We could have. Working. A, we could have I our, always forget. Our limited Instagram viewers, a small crowd. We could have them vote on uh, movies that we watch next next month or after after the following month that we don't. After have the following for. month. Mm. Do I sent you your five dollars, Chase. But anyway, thank you, Zach. Anyway, you, you want it back? <laughs> thank you again for listening. By the way, yes, yes, thank you. Um, thank you guys for allowing me on. Yeah, no problem, Zach. You're always welcome. Uh, we also, what's another rate, view, and subscribe? Yes. Yes. Got it right. Yes, on, right on I know the, it. Right on I the know. head. Right on the head. I know. And by the way, guys, on Spotify, we're still five stars. So don't don't give us one. I, my dad uses this thing called like Republic Podcast or something. Um, and he was asking me how to rate it, and I looked at it. And there's a uh, he's either four and a half or five star rating with a review, and I was like, oh cool, a review. Oh, why do this we don't random I app see. I've never heard of before? What was the review? Do you know or no? Uh, it was it was great. It was like great. Pod, like really enjoyable it was a primer that's how old it is it oh was like God. i've never seen primer but i really oh i don't know how old the review is maybe they just listened to it but, but they could have just listened uh, to the primer episode which yeah, by the way i like were, that episode a lot. they're like i've never seen primer but i really want to see it now and it's just weird to think about <laughs> Dude, uh, maybe guys, that guy is like listening right now. He's like, yeah. I did the Republic. <laughs> yeah. I did that. <laughs> Thank you for sticking with us. It's Primer, if that's the case. What y'all don't realize is that you're like the most popular podcast on Parlor, but just none of us use it. So that we have no idea. It. That could be. Yeah. <laughs> that could I'm be. using the broken iPhone, like Apple podcast, which just sucks. <laughs> Just use Spotify. That's what I told I don't them. want it. I like the I I used to love the format of the Apple Podcast. All like I don't want to have to switch over the fucking fifteen shows I listen to. Oh, love steaks. Not that know? hard. Love steaks. Look it all up. Love steaks. All right. Well, all next right. week you're gonna see okay. us watch a uh, crazy stupid love, which I I'm excited for. Crazy stupid love. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope you guys too. aren't watching me watch crazy stupid love. What? Yeah, that'd be you said you're gonna see it. us watch crazy stupid love. Mm. I used Dave, to be that, much Dave, that's stronger. my job. All right. All right, guys. <laughs> well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.